this? About 12. It's just that fast for movie. I'd like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Merry Christmas and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. And... Uh, Ralph. Quite. Uh, this is a Christmas episode slash New Year's 2 because we're not going to be here for that. Um, episode number is 167? Yes. I don't think I updated that. I was like, that's not 166, but 167. Um... And today's episodes are, or today's reviews, we're going to review three movies as always, and those three movies are the ones that um, I managed to pick. They are Avatar, The Way of Water, and uh, we're going to review The Banshees of Inisherin, and last but not least, we're going to review Decision to Leave. Uh, two of these movies are on streaming right now, and one is only in theaters. Um, if, you, if you want to find, uh, to find this episode and all of our other episodes on top of your podcast's catcher whatever program app is uh otherpodcast.com where you can find um as as we're approaching the end of the year our top 10 shows we've done in the past in anticipation of the top 10 movies and tv shows and discoveries of 2022 that is upcoming this is the show before that um so check it out otherpodcast.com for all that shit and um with that in mind Luke, are you ready for the holidays? Are you a big holiday person? No, not really. Mm. As in you don't feel it or you don't participate? I participate in the giving and mm-hmm. receiving of the gifts. Mm-hmm. No, that's usually the stress that everyone goes through. Now, usually if they, add, if they have a household or a family, they add in a lot of cleaning and a lot of cooking and preparing in that way, right? Yeah. But you don't have that problem. Not necessarily. I don't either. I, th- I think the most festive thing I did last was like last week with some people from work. We did the Toys for Tots thing. Hmm. So I don't know yeah, what yeah. Okay. basically, people from our work donated toys for the oh, program, yes. and then that's last week we took we took all the toys. We had like I think a total of like four hundred some donations, and hmm. we drove them down to the warehouse where the Marines take them, and they sort them all through. You know, for like each day for age groups and things and whatnot, and then they distribute them from then on. Oh wow! So that was, that was a nice thing, you know. That sounds like the nicest thing you've ever done, and I know you weren't even like the headliner; you were just like a part of. The... Uh, no, huh. this is my second year doing it. I meant, ha- I mean, like okay, not- all he did was drive down there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he took a day off of, but work it sounds like the work. nicest thing he's ever done. Right? No, I did it at work. I got paid. <laughs> then. It's all. I take it all back you immediately. Said, right? I take it all back. There you go. I I wanted I take, to shed I some light on this. I wanted to shed some light scenario. But no, no. I've been promoting this for over a month uh, at my job. You know, telling people like, pretty much on a daily basis to donate for it and things like that. <laughs> Never. No one can see you, Ralph. My Ralph is shaking. Well, you don't work with me, Ralph. Ralph. I don't know. I ask around. They uh-huh. never said anything about it. Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't think we're made this clear, and not that I'm going to say what it is, but you both work similarly. <laughs> let's say within, you know, a square mile from each other, let's say. Um, probably, that's a safe bet, right? Anyway, uh, okay. Well, we also have the Toys for Tots thing at my at all stores, at least my store. Um, but we don't fucking drive it anywhere. <laughs> Somebody picks it up later. Um, yeah. Um, so, that's all you got? For Christmas? 
that's pretty much it. I, like I said, I'm not a big uh, Christmas person. So that's all right. What about you, Ralph? I like giving gifts and sometimes receiving. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun. I don't know. I better find the Christmas spirit soon. That's all I got to say. You be- <laughs> I think you're just talking about today. Or is this like really? No, it's been like that for a little bit now. It's just been shitty so far. Shitty I mean, situation you- than normal. That's all about it. Is this pipe just like work? Just about everything. All right. Um, I gotta say, not the yeah, not the not the most. Don't get me wrong; it's fine. We don't have to be in the spirit of it, <laughs> but this is uncouth. The world, none of us are. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm normal, but like I'm, you generally not. Uh, you normal? That's a stretch. No, my normal isn't generally not in the spirit, but I'm not like bitter about Christmas either. You know? hmm. Um, not right now, anyway. Not that I can actually. Today, I, I finished everything. They're all packed up, wrapped, badly wrapped, but they're wrapped. <laughs> I emphasize on the badly, by the way. You want to wrap mine then? Bring it if you bring it over. Uh, there's, there's a snowstorm coming. Yes, that's another thing. We're anticipating um, a huge snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. Is that what we called it two years ago? I don't know what we called it. Polar vortex. Polar vortex? That's not what we called it, is it? You know, the polar vortex was in what? 2019. Oh, yeah. So, what was last year's? 2021? Oh, or the one before, sorry, 2021. Oh, 2020. 2020, sorry. Because uh, last year was nothing. We didn't a, get a blizzard. No, no, we called it something. Mm. Ah, whatever. You all suck. Uh all right. The the worst opening to the show ever. Um, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. So why don't you leave Happy us Hanukkah off? also? Yes. And uh, I think Festivus. too early for Kwanzaa. Festivus. Festivus. Yes. For, yeah. Okay. I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then move on to that old thing, recent discoveries, which is self-explanatory in itself. And Roth has nothing, but however, Luke, you did see something. Yes, I went uh, last night to see the whale, the a whale. film by Darren Aronofsky, starring Brandon Fraser. He's back. Yeah, well, it, he's been getting a little bit of a comeback tour. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's. I mean, it might be a little too early to say this, but this is my movie of 2022. I, I you're spoiling I was, next week's movie. Honestly, uh, I don't think I can watch anything else that's going to compare to this movie. It was well, one of Brendan Fraser's best performance. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. How much I felt for this guy, whether it was disgust, empathy, sadness, happiness, there was so much. Just out of Brandon Fraser alone, it was crazy. That's what I've been hearing too. That it's a crazy movie. It's a movie I, and here's the thing: I saw nothing about this movie. I think I saw a poster, and that was it. Yeah. I didn't see a trailer. I saw nothing. I didn't yeah. know what to expect. I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about the movie either. All, all I know is that it's great, and and I would see it anyway because Aronofsky is attached. So yeah. All right, that's a high selling point there. Yeah, it's it's definitely well worth it. Uh, And because of all the things you made us watch and the whale, I needed something you know that was a little bit cheerier. Mm. So I saw Sonic the Hedgehog too. 
Avatar is cheery. Okay. It was cheery when it ended. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Spoiling every review. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, yeah. This is the one with the wedding, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, interesting movie. How? So, yeah, which minute they actually get married. There's only two movies, but I'm the, I don't know. The, no, I know. I, I can tell you what happens scene by scene, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... This movie has to imply that, like, you need to watch the first Sonic the Hedgehog to kind of understand it. There oh, is, shit. And I was like, okay, so even if, you know, you're a kid and you start seeing this, like, there's a lot of stuff that you don't, you know, it's like the mushroom planet kids, and things kids, like that. Kids don't give a fuck. The kids don't give a shit. They're, they still don't know what's going on. Even <laughs> they still, yeah, not only do they not know what's going on, nor they don't give a flying fuck. They just right. want cool blue things happening with the blue hedgehog. That's it. Yeah. Uh, although I will say the first half of the movie, there's so many puns thrown around, it was kind of annoying for after a while. Yeah, really? what did you think of what's his name's voice, uh, Knuckles' voice? Um, I mean, I knew it was Idris Elba, but it was like, weird. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Right? Didn't it feel weird? I felt it, it, it felt it felt weird. Yeah, it feels oh, not forced is the wrong way to put it, but it feels off putting, I guess. Oh, because Knuckles is red and he's black? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what you said. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it just doesn't fit him. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it's a, well, it's a fun little I, movie. I, I don't remember anything of these, by the way. I don't remember a single pun. What do you want to know? No, we're also, no. I can okay. quote, quote, quote you some stuff. <laughs> Give me a pun. <laughs> Give me a pun from the movie. No, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. I don't know. I'm not that good. I just and you haven't don't. seen it enough. You haven't seen it enough times, then. No, it's not Ivan News. No Ivan News, you know? Yeah. It's no Ivan News, right. Um, There's some pretty bad puns in that movie, too. You know, uh, we're uh, collectively <laughs> as a group, you know, I think we're pretty big fans of puns. I'm surprised you didn't like uh, Luke. Mm. It went overboard. Because we're pretty stupid and exaggerated with our puns. <laughs> I mean, let's I, see. Don't I, got, I, I got a list of time. quotes here. Let's uh-huh. see. Uh, Papa's got a brand new stash. Uh, <laughs> Robotnik says there were good people on both sides. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, all right. No, you don't have to read anymore. When, when Sonic catches a missile, return to sender. Yeah, and okay. throws it back. Another one. Okay. Um, all right. So is this positive? Do you like no? Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I have no it was idea. fine just to watch. Okay, and just turn your, you know, turn my mind off. Just you just have to be updated with the Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I, I need to know the lore, you know, for There's Sonic the Three of Sonicness. Yeah, okay, yeah, they're huge movies, so they're definitely gonna make more until they get sick of them. Well, they pretty much set up for a third one. Well, I'm saying, I mean, they'll set up forever until they people get sick of them. Is my point? Until it stops printing money. Yeah, and that's all you got, right? I think that was the only two. Only those two, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Raf, you have you for sure have nothing, right? You didn't make a joke. Okay. No, you 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 already. I did say that, but I also I don't know if you added something or not. Uh, I didn't cancel you. Uh, if you have, I did. You might as well. Have. You sent me. You fucking told me before. God damn it! Uh, I saw a bunch of movies. Uh, you know what? Oh, sure. So I saw Weird, the Al Yankovic story. At this point, over the this is the third show in a row where it's come up in recent discoveries. <laughs> First, Luke saw it. And then the next show happened, and Roth saw it, and now this show, I saw it. We might as well just give it a full review by now. Um, <laughs> All right, let's start. It explores, no, real quick. It explores every facet of Yankovic's life, from his meteoric, me, meteoric rise to fame with early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon, to his torrid celebrity love affairs and famously depraved lifestyle. This is written by Weird Al. 
and Eric Lep- Eric Apple or Appel maybe, and directed by him as well. <laughs> Do um, you know how to spell Apple? That's how you well, I, I don't know. I'm assuming it's Apple, or maybe it could be Appel. I have no idea. Um, this movie stars Daniel Radcliffe as uh, as weird. This is a fun movie. This is a you know I, where I think like um, where I think some things are satire, like that. Uh, Oh, like that. Uh, what's that movie? That Walk Tall is like a parody and a satire. Like, it's making fun. The and Dewey Cox story? Yeah, that one. Walking. Is it Walking? Walk Hard. hard. Sorry. I, 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 I call it by the original thing is making fun of. Um, this is like way more of that. And it's more fourth wall breaking in its subgenre. And I did have a lot of fun. It made me laugh out loud many times. It also helps that I happen to really, really be a big Weird Al fan. I mean, am I the biggest one out of the three of us? Give or take? Um, I don't know. Are I mean, you? I've never been to his shows or anything. But are you guys? I mean, I've listened to his music for quite some time, but I'm sure we all have. You might have the years on us. Yeah, well, that's that's true. I mean, have you guys, have you guys memorized this shit at all? Yes. I have. Okay, well, <laughs> that's probably because you were raised in the same household as me, too. But maybe not. I don't know. Okay, well, maybe not. Um, yeah, no, I love the I love the movie. Nothing in it is real, nothing. Um, just that the songs did exist, and it did make this guy famous to semi-famous. But obviously, the infamy that this movie is saying is pretty false and part of the gag. The whole movie's a gag. It's a movie. It's a gag movie, and it's uh, it works really well. I really liked it. But at this point, we've talked about it so many times. So I'm just gonna move on here. I also saw a movie that Luke's seen recently. Uh, Emily the Criminal. Right, right, Luke? You saw this, right? Yes, I, I did see it. Down on her luck and saddled with debt, Emily gets involved in a credit card scam that pulls her into the criminal underworld of Los Angeles, ultimately leading to deadly consequences. Made by John Patton Ford, this stars Arby Plaza and Theo Rossi. Um, Arby Plaza is really good actors in this movie. This is like a serious drama role, not at all comedic. Right, which is um, very like weird for her. Like, no, yeah, I, it's unusual for us to see her, her in this. Because we know her as Parks and Rec's girl. We know her from the Scott Pilgrim, uh, you know, side character role. Um, you know, that's just, that nun movie. That's really funny. Uh, I forgot the name of it. But this is not her first, you know, serious movie either, you know. Um, but it's her first one that people are noticing. And, yeah. And, um, and yeah, this movie uh, totally sold me. I don't remember. Did you like it? I don't remember. I, I was okay with it. I think. Yeah. Um, like now that I have more time to think about it, it was it was a fine. It was okay. But oh yeah, it's not like the de- no, you know, no new uh, didn't break any new ground or anything. <laughs> no, 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 it's not right. But it's an interesting story, and that and there's like clear choices of like, uh, you know, going further in or backing out in her life and this criminal underworld that she's kind of tapping into that she chooses to, you know, kind of go deeper into them. And these choices are really the movie focuses on them on, you know, focuses on those, on those decisions, those crucial decisions to, um, you know, go deeper into this problem or, you know, to try to get out of it worse or like, uh, back away from it. And the movie kind of makes those, uh, it's not like the movie is like point blank saying crime doesn't pay. It's not about that. But it's about how she finds a way into this thing, and you are with her the whole time, and it's up to you to decide whether or not you're on her side by the end. And I think the movie kind of makes you kind of 
play with those ideas in your head. I think um, I liked the movie; it was fine, but it was just like it was it was a good movie, but not like the best thing. Ever. Um, but I really liked it. Albert Plaza did a good job. That's my point. Uh, next up here, I saw Till. Have you guys heard of this movie? Uh, that's about the murder, right? Of, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I saw the trailers for it, but it seems like there was not much of a, at least for one, I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. It, it was, uh, I think, a little bit of a hit in theaters, but I think it's been more of a hit now since it's streaming or uh, on video on demand. I mean. Oh, okay. Um, which is how I saw it. Uh, Till in 1955... After Emmett Till is murdered in a brutal lynching, his mother vows to expose the racism behind the attack while working to have those involved brought to judge, uh, justice. Uh, directed by hmm, Shinyonye Chuku. Did my best. Um, as stars uh, Danielle Det- Detweiler. Deedweiler, maybe? Detweiler, probably. Um, I've seen her before. Uh, Jalen Hall, Frankie Faison also. A lot of these actors uh, I've definitely seen before in a lot of shows, typically shows. Um, this is a, a, you know, one of, it's, this is a, a historical drama. It's almost a biopic, I guess, because it does follow the mother of Emmett Till. Um, and it's about how all this came to be. And the movie is pretty brutal. I, I don't want to say it shows, it doesn't do a recreation of the lynching. It's not that crass. But it does do a lot of it to get there. It does a lot of the, the, um, the obvious machinations that you know, obviously, black people, especially in was in Mississippi, I think, um, had to deal with in the fifties and in many ways, you know, and whatever, it's still going on in other ways. Uh, and it's a fucked up story, and it is the the type of story that is like a stepping stone that leads to civil rights movements and all these other things, positivity and also other negativities. Uh, that comes from such momentous events where, like, it's televised a lot. Everyone's talking about it from from New York to L.A. This is one of those stories, right? This is that case. Uh, one of those cases that people make uh, dramas about. Um, and, yes, the movie is uh, revolving around the case and the court case involving uh, the people, the white people that did the lynching. Uh, but it's not just about that. It's really just about the mother. Um, from day one of finding out her son's dead to after the case so it's like a very historical so if you know the history you know where this movie goes uh, but if you don't it's interesting to watch some of that um, if you don't know because we all should know part of American history boys uh, so yeah Till I, I, it's hard to say I enjoyed it but you know what I mean it was a good movie uh, next up here is uh, All Quiet on the Western Front uh, how about this one any yays or nays uh is this a remake? Because I'm sure I've or based it's on a book. It's not a remake. It is based on a book. Oh, you never that's, re- that's probably where I remember it from. Yeah, and I don't remember. I mean, you were at that age group, I think. Were you forced to read this in school? No, I don't think I've ever read this one. We were. I was, anyway. Forced to read this in school. I don't remember any of it, though. Um, this is like a grammar school book. It was written in around that time, like 1920-something. It was written pretty fast, I think, after the war. Uh, it's a, anyway, let me read the thing here. Uh, a young German soldier's terrifying experiences and distress on the Western Front during World War One. That's really it. Um, directed by Edward Berger, written by him as well, um, and two other people. Uh, starring uh, Felix Kammerer, Albert Albert Schuch. I'm like I'm not good with German names. I'm not good with any name that isn't. You American. have to stop elaborating. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. Aaron Hilmer, Hilmer. That's right. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, and Daniel Bruhl is in this for a hot minute. 
uh, for those that know him. Uh, yeah, this is a, a war epic, basically. It's not like 1917 levels. So it's not like it doesn't have that budget you know, necessarily. It's not trying to do something. It's not like Athena either, Luke. It's not trying to outdo itself by showing these sweeping spectacles of camera work and technique. It is a lot. It has some really good technique and stuff. Obviously it's a really well-made, well-funded film, but it is really just about <laughs> the atrocities of World War One through this boy's eyes. And it does skip years. Uh, it really starts from the very beginning, getting um, indoctrinated into this as a young boy to like be in the war. It's a great thing to be in the war, right? You're about, you are a soldier. You defend your country, all that shit. And uh, kind of like at the beginning of Born on the Fourth of July, very similar vibe. Um, where like it's like part of the thing, like the next generation, the next war, save your country, right? Um, and yeah, it's pretty gruesome when they do the time skip after that. You know what I'm saying? And it's a it's an interesting war movie, and I I mean there's a lot of these kinds, but I I found it um, captivating, and it kept my attention going, and it was really well made, and really well acted by the dude Felix. Um, yeah, I do recommend it, guys. I do recommend it. I don't know how you guys feel about war epics, but it's a very good movie. Is it better than Saving Ryan's Private? Uh, I would say it's a little on par. I mean, there are some things in, in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Technically speaking, like in the technical aspects that are like way more um, intricate and, uh, and and grandiose than this movie has for sure. Uh, but I think, no, I think that the intensity is really well matched. I, overall, I would say, yeah. Um, not that that matters. It's a weird thing to compare them, but yes. All right. Last movie I have on here, I feel like I just said this, uh, is Tar. Uh, movie Tar, which I know you guys know about. I know of it. Know nothing about it. Good, I, but I sent it to you, so you should watch it. It's only it's only a two hour and 38, 38 <laughs> oh minute. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we bring back the ninety minute movie? Sometimes you want that. Yes, I get that feeling. Where, 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 Even Sonic where. was two hours. What the fuck? Was Sonic two hours? Really? Yes, Sonic two was two hours. Sonic two was two hours. Well, that makes sense. Or Sonic three. Guess how long that will be. Anyway, back to Tar. Uh, here's the description real quick. Set in the international world of Western classical music, the film centers on Lydia Tar, widely considered one of the greatest living composer slash conductors and first ever female music director of a major German orchestra. This is um, obviously like a bi- it's like a biopic for a fake person. Um, it does feel like that. Um, biography, drama, musical, I guess, but it's not a musical. But there's a lot of music in it. This is uh, directed and written by Todd Field, the guy that makes about a movie every once in a great while. He did uh, In the Bedroom, which famously was uh, nominated for a bunch of things, as well as Little Never Children. That so, one brings back memories. But Little Children, I know you have seen, Luke. I remember you were a big fan. I uh, yeah. assume you still are. I mean, I haven't seen it since I think it came out. It's been a minute for me, too. 2006? Mm-hmm. That's when it came out. Um, yeah. That's now, did we see this in theaters, or was this something I we did. saw? I did see it in theaters. I did buy the DVD, too. I think you probably yeah. showed it to me then. It's possible. That was my 20... That was six was my, like, you know, movie renaissance. Yeah. So, me and you watched a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That was a lot of renaissancing. Renaissancing? Whatever. Uh, Raf, you a fan of this guy? Never seen a single movie. You ever seen Little Children? No. Oh, missing out. Yeah. It's a movie. Kate Winslet, really, really good in that movie. Um, anyway, this movie stars uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, Noemi, 
Noemi, Noemi, uh, Merlent, and Nina Haas. Nina Haas uh, from um, uh, that spy show on Showtime. Alias. No, alias. <laughs> Whatever. She's from there. Whatever. Look it up. Anyway, Kate Blanchett is the, the lead. I mean, she's in every scene, basically, every scene. And this is a very interesting movie. I really loved it. I really love this movie. It's a really good depiction of. Uh, of a persona that I've ever seen. Also, I never, I've seen a lot of conductors in the background of movies or in real life. I never know what they actually do. And this movie's not like about conducting necessarily, but they do they show, but they do show how it works, the process of it, why it's necessary. Cause it feels like they're just a human metronome up there. Um, but yeah, it, it shows like why they're necessary and what makes it important to have a conductor. Um, so I would say the movie does sell you on a lot of that shit. Okay. Question. Um, what does up? the conductor do? It, In your opinion, that you saw this movie. It plays the orchestra. That's like their instrument. <laughs> Interesting. Think of it that way. What, what did you want me to say? I don't know. Did you feel like you expected an answer? I mean, I feel like, you know, you, you might have something. I might have something. I, don't know, I just like... told you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. No, this is Kate Bunch. I mean, we all know she's amazing, right? Uh, but she really tops it off as well in this movie. She's really amazing in this movie as this character who um, it's about, well, it's about her personal life and her business life and like how she is a, a real fucking asshole in many ways and uh, has played the system for many years to get to this point to be this, you know, female of first ever, whatever, to, court, to demand her own thing and have be a director of this and be breaking records and all this and be as creative as she is and as successful as she is in uh, New York City or wherever. And, like, the whole movie really is, um, is it start, the whole movie has this great thing where, like, it, it opens with her being interviewed in front of, like, this giant crowd of people, right? And the interviewer, much like other interviews of this nature, like, the interviewer uh, is telling the audience, like, all of her credentials. It's kind of like the movie's telling you ex- exposition. Like, this is who Tar is. <coughs> these are these are her history. This is what she's known for. This is what she's good at, right? And then the movie starts with asking questions. So it kind of tells you a lot right there. But from that point, which is the highest peak of her, because they kind of give up all of her accolations, and and it goes from there downhill. And so slow, steady decline of this woman who. In many ways, brings it out in herself, and in other ways, like is mired by the, you know, from the social standing of today to um, human socialization that she can't can be a part of. To like a lot of problems in this movie has a lot. It touches a lot, a lot of things, and I really, really liked it a lot. I love this movie. Um, I can see why everyone's raving about it, critics wise. I don't know a person, like I'm, I haven't met a person that's seen the movie yet. But again, online and stuff that I've read um, is getting a lot of acclaim. And I can see why. I recommend it for you all. I sent it to you. I recommend it to you. Um, it is a lengthy movie, and it is just a drama. But I think she, I don't know, man. I, I wasn't bored at all. I fucking saw it in one sitting, and Kate Blanchett kept me going the whole time. So. And how long is this movie? Two hours and 38 minutes. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Are, are editors on strike? <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> It it's seems like, like <laughs> it's not like you see one scene without a cut, you know. It's not like the whole movie is in, yeah. But I see your point. We need more editing, maybe, maybe. Anyway, those are our recent discoveries. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our first film of the evening, which is 
Avatar The Way of Water. Ugh. Time to get wet. Stay with us. Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must now uh, must work with Neytiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their home. That's right. This is Avatar The Way of Water. Also, if you think that sounds like the first plot from the first movie, you're not wrong. It sounds very similar. This is written by James Cameron, Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, as well as obviously directed by James Cam- uh, Cameron. Um, starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Saldana? Um, Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang. I know that's a spoiler. Kate Winslet, Cliff Curtis, CCH Pounder. I love CCH Pounder. Uh, Joel David Moore, Edie Falco for a hot minute, Brendan Cowell, Jamie Flatters, Jermaine Clement for some reason is in this movie, uh, Britton Dalton, Trinity Jolie Bliss, Jack Champion, Bailey Bass, or Bass maybe. Um, these are the kid actors who are prominent in the movie as well. They're kind of newcomers. So, Avatar The Way of Water. Today, I think we're going to start with the bluest person in this podcast, Roth. What did you think <sighs> of Avatar? You know what? I get to you eventually, right, Luke? Uh, what did you think of Avatar The Way of Water? So, this is a quick thing uh, Edie Falco had posted about that she thought this movie had came out a long time ago and it flopped. She forgot <laughs> she had done this movie. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. That's, that's been, hilarious. That's how long ago I guess. He's been shooting shot. for a long right, time. That's how long yeah. ago she shot her thing. Yeah. yeah. She's like t- 30 years older now. Yeah. Right. I don't think Stephen Lang is also a spoiler at all, by the way. I mean, they consider they do flashbacks. Um, hmm. So, anyways, uh, uh, this is a movie. This is a long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, three I, hours and what? I, it's uh, 312. 312. I'm going to say it now. Uh, fucking take it took me thirty minutes to get adjusted to watching this movie hmm. for the high frame rate or the high right. refresh. Rate. How did you see this movie? Maybe we should start with this. I saw it Dolby Dolby 3D or whatever it is. Dolby mm-hmm. at oof. Is it 3D? I didn't wear glasses, so I guess I wasn't to get 3D. Oh, then no. Maybe that's why you didn't like the movie. <laughs> did you watch it in 3D? You guys watch Was it, it blurry? No, yeah. I, I specifically avoided 3D. Well, I heard you know, it's the movie. That's the way he wants you to watch it. That's why 3D is very prominent. In yeah. the theaters. I saw it in IMAX 3D. You saw IMAX 3D. So I saw it. I thought it was Dolby 3D because that's what I thought I asked for. Mm. But I saw it in Dolby and no one gave me glasses. But my eyes didn't hurt. So, it's so just it wasn't to, it wasn't in 3D then. No, no, no. The high, no, it wasn't. I guess the high the high refresh rate is what hurt. What hurt? What took me a while to get used to? Right. Which did have that. Which at first I was like, oh sweet Jesus, please no. And I said, <laughs> it's, I almost said that out loud. My theater was packed, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, oh, my, I talked about empty act. I went to opening weekend, unlike some of us, you know. Anyways, I, I went on Monday of opening weekend. <laughs> I, I just like said, unlike some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the movie, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of like Oscar said at the beginning of it, which uh, it sounds like a repeat of the first movie. I mean, fucking lying. I mean, that's I. I think that's my biggest gripe with the movie. It's literally part Not one. the frame rate. It's like I no because I after a while like I used to that. Oh right, okay. You know, right. so like it was that at, at some points this movie is brilliant and it's doing amazing things and you're so lost in the sauce that you're like, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then another point you have this thing going on and you're like, 
oh shit, we're in a video game. Okay. And I felt like that. In, in a bad way. In a bad way, though, yeah. And what, what do you mean by video game, by the way? Uh, just the way, like, the, the the animation or the whatever we're using, the rendering and everything. Some of the yeah. stuff just didn't didn't click as good. Um, and I'm sure they, they rendered as hard as they could, you know, to do to make this look as great as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you something right now. James Cameron feels to me as to what Hideo Kojima wants to do. So Hideo Kojima makes video games but really wants to be a director for movies. And I feel like James Cameron is a director for movies and wants to make a video game. And that's how this movie felt. Hmm. I'm not saying he wants to make a video game, but that's like the way it's going in a weird way. It felt for those like, who may not know, Hideo Kojima did Metal Gear and shit. It can't be. Death Stranding also. Yeah, but Death Stranding, I think it's not as popular. Maybe it's, I think it's, it's, it's pretty as it's possible. It's as popular getting a now. sequel. <laughs> it's as popular now because it's his current stuff, I would say. Okay. Um... That's the way I see it right now, in a weird way, because like of the style of things that I've seen in video games, it felt th- of that style. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying that he wants to be James Cameron's always going to be a director, in my opinion, of movies. Uh, but maybe he does in an interview that I don't know about. Say he wants to do video games, and this is his foray into it, and they're just both working opposite worlds in a way of getting eventually meeting up in the middle somewhere. <laughs> Um, that's the way I describe this movie. Okay. Um, it's okay at best, though. Sad to say, overall. Overall, okay. In my personal opinion. Oh, the doy, the doy. Uh, got it. I mean, I've heard way worse and way better said about this movie, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not down on it like other people, but I'm also not like sucking a stick. So. Okay. Uh, here, here comes one of those versions. Luke, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, you're sucking his dick. No, oh god, we, we can't no. tell from all that dick in your nose. <laughs> first and foremost, okay, take the dick out first. I noticed something weird about this movie when the 20th Century Fox thing. I was like, wait a minute, why does it seem like so much smoother? And then as soon as we started, I was like, oh my god! I said the same thing. I said the same thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys did not the... know this was to be projected in 60 frames or shot in 60 frames and all. I that. thought it was 48 something. No, no, they they skip around. That's the problem. That's okay, so so that's what I noticed. That's, what I, yeah. that, that's the problem. Okay, because like for the action, basically twenty four for the regular talking. <sighs> it's forty eight for what it's, you know. It's yeah. so it's, annoying. <sighs> it's so annoying. I get it. I get it. I'm just so, okay. Here's my gripe with: there are times where it does not work at all. It seems like sometimes the stuff in the background is going at like sixty frames per second, but the stuff in the foreground that you're supposed to be paying attention to is going at twenty four frames per second, and I'm like, this is wrong. Something is not syncing right. <laughs> we're, we're such gamers that our brain is like, listen, we'll do with three hundred and eighty <laughs> frames per second. We don't give a fuck. We love the amazing frames per second. That's not an issue. Here, guys. But the second that shit drops, we know. Shit, we know, man. We know so fast. I'm losing frame rates. What's yep, going right. on? My brain, my uh-huh. my brain signals are firing like. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Check your shit. It's so annoying. <laughs> and, okay, and the other thing is, it's like this movie's been done. This is like Avatar plus Titanic because this man loves sinking ships for some goddamn reason. Oh, it's not just that. Wait until I, I, I tie in his other movies into the movie. I, and I'm sure you have a better way of doing that. And his yeah. National Geographic show. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, what else is there? The, the CGI porn that he loves. The whole you movie. should make a, a 
a Pandora special where you could, you know, <laughs> have all that extra hour of bullshit whales fucking each other in the sea or whatever the hell you want to do, but cut it out of the main movie. No, my on man. dry land. My bladder couldn't take this. Okay, <laughs> so first of much all, water, and I couldn't take it. <laughs> the best decision I did was go pee before this movie. Oh, that's yeah, no, that's no, 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 that's exactly what I did, and I still had to go so bad. It's because you have a weak bladder. Yeah, that's uh, I am not mad. You still have a weak bladder. You can't make it through a three-hour movie. You have a weak bladder. My I bad. did make it. You said you did it. <laughs> no, I wanted to go pee. Oh, okay. I, I didn't actually leave to go pee. Oh, okay. Okay. So what do you think of the so story? Not good either? You the like story it? is just... It's eh. Or themes or whatever. I don't know. I'm not trying to tell the, you. The story was like the worst part. It was so boring. It was pretty predictable. Hmm. It, I, I literally felt like we are reincarnating like essentially the old enemies and redoing the same plot again. Minus okay. skipping the turning into an avatar thing. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we got that polar opposite of the spectrum because, guys, I am not a gamer. I didn't notice that shit. Oh it was gosh. fine for me. And let me tell you a story. 80 to 90% of the people watching this movie ain't going to notice it either. But it's, not, <laughs> but it's not that bad. No, no. I think you guys are way more attuned because you guys are gamers. But not only that, that is specific. Okay, but, but also, I'm saying like, only gamer guys we, have been talking about we this. We know what a movie feels like. I know that too. I, I also I know. know. Like when I go into someone's that. house and their factory setting TV is it's set to. Yeah. Well, I can tell immediately. Yeah, and they I, go, I, I don't know that remote, problem. I grab the remote control and I change I know that. It, yeah. And I was worried and, and that I was going to walk into a I Hobbit situation. Remember the Hobbit? Movies. He was doing sixty frames fuckery there. That I was, it was forty eight. I thought it was double. No, I think he was doing a lot of weird things in those movies. Um, and not to mention uh, Ang Lee's movies. Uh, a Gemini Man specifically was shot was shot sixty with some other thing to it. And like, if you see, they had that new three D stuff, but that was yeah. fine because the whole thing was shot. Like no, the thing is that those I could tell the differences way more than this uh, movie. Hobbit was forty eight. All of them. Yeah. Okay. 48 frames per second. I know. My point is, I know people have fucked around with the frame rates, and those did not turn out as well. I think that this one is not the best. I'm not saying it's whatever, but I'm saying it's a progression. I think those other two, I noticed it way more than the no times I noticed it in this one. Just saying, but I did see it, and I'm actually with 3D, so maybe that, I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe it helps. Listen. Maybe. Okay, so apparently Avatar was actually a f- partially shot at 48. Mm-hmm. The only other movie I see is Gemini Man was shot at 120 frames. Per 120. Second. That's what it was. 120. Yes. Maybe that's why I like the movie. That's what the DVD like, and Blu-ray shot. was rendered at 24. The Blu-ray I, 4K was 60 frames. I like Gemini Man overall. It didn't like land for me. Yeah, I, I should land it better. So no, I, agree. I just I, care more about the story, honestly. So yeah, me too. Gemini Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. So as far as the story guys goes, I might I'm gonna throw a few titles for you guys. All right, one. Okay, here's two <laughs> titles for you. Die Hard with a Vengeance. No, no, no. Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. Okay. And um, Not A New Hope. What the fuck is the, the one with the, the New Age ones? The new Star Wars one from the, the, from the latest trilogy. What's it called? Like the Last Jedi? No, the one before that one. Rise of... Uh, no, the Force Awakens? Like, the Force Awakens, thank you. So, Die Hard 2 <laughs> and Die The Harder. Force Awakens. What do they have in common? They are a repeat of the original. <laughs> <laughs> and we were way more okay with those movies for basically doing... Wow. Bruce Willis. Do you know why we're okay with it, though? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Bruce Willis literally says the words. How can the same shit happen to the same <laughs> guy twice <laughs> in part two? 
You're not wrong. He literally says that. Serious though. Serious the whole time. It's not a joke. It is serious. Okay. I'm obviously playing I'm I'm aloof here. Obviously, this the plot the the overall structure of both of these films, Avatar and Avatar The Way of Water, are very similar. I'm with you guys. It was annoying for me too. It's um, yeah. I'm not like above it or anything. No, no, no. It, it's because it's the I same also bitch about that in Force Awakens. I said like, what the fuck with the Death Stars? Right. It's because it's the same exact yeah. characters. That's the problem. Well, that's the Death the Stars. Problem. That it's actually supposed to be canon in the Star Wars. Who cares about that? That's but not listen, the fucking. That's not the what? point. Exactly. It's, that's the point. Luke, shut up. Listen. <laughs> but also, Die Hard Two, great because it has Dennis Friends. That's all I gotta say. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Wow. 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 It's got the Glock 18. It's made of porcelain, bro. Porcelain, man. Come on. That's what they couldn't catch it in the middle detector. Yeah, you know the guns. They were so clever back then. Oh my god, the amount of cleverness. You know, you know what's on. funny though is because yeah, I actually what? read the book about Glock and like the maker Gaston Glock. That movie made it so much more popular because it had a polymer frame that's essentially like a very hard plastic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and people assume that Glocks can go through metal detectors without being detected. Well, the bullet casing, right? So. Well, no, no, like it's fucking metal, right? The, the top of the gun, the slide, the barrel—that's all oh, metal. All but metal, the yeah. frame oh, yeah. of it is polymer, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. hard plastic. It's like saying, I can, "Oh, I love this camera so much. The body of it is so great, but the lenses still needs fucking lenses in it. Like it's the most expensive part." Yeah. Um, not the best example, but whatever. Um, so back to Avatar: The Way of Water. I really, I didn't love it, guys, but I really enjoyed it. I really, really did enjoy if it. You couldn't tell our interest. I think not only do I think it's superior to the first movie, which I think sequels are very hard to do. That fuck you. I saw that. Um, but next time, vocalize it because we're a podcast. Um, so I can blow my brains out. I think the wait, I think I, I rather well, watch the well, first one on. than this. What, what do you remember no. from the first one? Uh, dances with wolves and blue people. Actually, hold. Yeah, it is like that. Like, hold on, stop. First of all, it is that's, very. That's, hold on. What is the, what stances with wolves about? Yeah, what's <sighs> uh, that's when the guy becomes friends with the Indians and kind of helps them out and like befriends them and becomes a part of them while the, the, the colonizers guy. are trying to. Kevin Costner, I think. Yeah, he's right. Kevin Costner. Um, no, that's essentially right, and there's a love story as well. Um, and uh, and the <laughs> well, you, all you gotta say is the plot of Avatar, and you're saying the plot of Dances with Wolves. Um, you're right. I, the, actually, the problem I had with the first Avatar is that it had very rudimentary elementary storytelling. And this one is... I'm not saying this one doesn't have that, guys. It does have that. James Cameron has never been a complicatedly themed, thematic director. He doesn't... Sure it's not down. hard. No, he's no, not no, no, no. The, the, the reason we like him is because he's so simple. Because it's just easy. It's easy to follow. It's easy to go through. That's what I'm saying. It also makes it universal, it too. Thought, That's yeah. why... And also, the universality of his plots, especially in, that, in the first Avatar, is what left... made. That's what leads him to make all the money in the world. For, because around the world, people can enjoy it. I'm just saying. That's why the crowd pleasers. Um, this movie, also, very simple. But I like the fact that he... And this is... I'm attributing it to his uh, co-writers... Because I think this movie has a lot more things in it that I found actually kind of more complicated than his than the usual Cameron stuff, and more enjoyable, interesting to watch. I actually found a reason to watch the third movie. Like I found that I m- myself wanted to know where and how this will progress, and and I have I have a gripe revolving the third act that I'll bring up that I hope they don't fuck up in the third movie. I'll get to that later. But I liked I liked the dynamic of the family. I love the family. I found myself um, being very convinced as to their reality, even though we're watching CGI creatures on a CGI planet every single minute of every single uh, frame in this movie. And uh, but I found myself completely convinced 
but what I was watching. And those meandering scenes that you guys were talking about that kind of reminds you of Disney's Earth and shit uh, with the whale fucking, I found that all supremely ass enjoyable, just like a regular. It feels like James Cameron's real, real success in this movie is that he makes shooting, CGI porn. He makes he makes CGI and special effects and shooting uh, green screen stuff or whatever they're doing. Make he's shooting all this with a camera or with an angle that makes it look like you're shooting it in a real place. Like there are shots in this movie that you can see pull off in the real world with the stunts and directors and actors, like actors on the actual water or on the tree or whatever they're doing. Um, like the way he uses the camera, I think is very like, it's like, it's like he went to Pandora and shot this with the real blue people. Like that's the feeling I was getting with the technique of the camera stuff going on. I'm not talking about the frame rates, just like what he's shooting and what he's showing you specifically in close-ups and medium shots. Look, if you look at it again, it's made to look like a like a person went out there physically to shoot it. In the way that water is constantly rendered, oh, yeah, I well, found the water so, like no. Listen, the the amount of hours spent rendering this, the movie, amount, the of amount of hours spent rendering. You could the first of all, the computer <sighs> most realistic water I've seen already, already. The processing power of these computers have to be amazing. The most and realistic then, ocean. And then they ever. still went. By the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ten minutes of film is going to take like four hours, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> it's I'm no gonna... surprise, really, that this movie was finally finished like three weeks before it fucking came out, and obviously, it still wasn't really finished because of your you guys are complaining about the frame rate stuff. They were trying um, to cool down the the PCs from rendering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yes, go ahead. Why the hell did I think this entire time hmm. Matthew McConaughey was in this movie that he was supposed to be Jake? Uh, I don't know. I, I I can't answer that question for you. I'll tell you that. Right I now. could have sworn he was. No, I feel no, like it's Sam a Mandela effect for me. Because Sam Worthington was a, a more of a hot item in 2009. I don't even know up. who he is. Look him up. He's been in a lot of movies that no one likes. He's uh, Jake Sully. Like, well, <laughs> fucking Christ, guys. <laughs> I don't understand the problem. Um, he's known for movies like I'm trying to look at. Ooh, he's in Under the Black Banner Up of Four. Heaven. Hacksaw Ridge. That was him. Um, he, he wasn't anybody good, was he? No, no, he's a, not a good actor. He's not like a great actor or anything. Man on the Ledge, remember that movie, guys? Man no. on the Ledge, Texas Killing Fields, The Dead. I've seen all these. Clash of the Titans. Anyone no. saw that movie? Termination, Terminator Salvation. I he wish was, I could he, forget that one. I'm just saying, these are all the movies he's in. He's been in, and then before that, it's like nothing. Um, yeah, no, he is not a good actor. I don't think James Cameron has ever cared about good acting in his movies. Um, he's more of a technical guy. He, he did hire Schwarzenegger when he, the guy couldn't. But he talk used English. he used Schwarzenegger to a good way to as a tool. Mainly. Right, no, I get it. I get it. I'm saying, the guy didn't speak English. So, so I'm just like, well, by two lies he did. But you're right. Not in the first minute. Not in who the first is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, listen. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. When the movie sells it, there's amazing scenes when you're just like, oh, I. This is CG. Like most, this is what? most of the movie, I forgot I was watching fake. That's but that's the thing. But this the yeah. the, the quick moments. There's moments, especially when there's like a fight scene. One of the fight scenes or something happens just a little bit too fast, and I'm just like, there really? it is. And really? I feel like, like the fight scenes were even better okay. rendered. No, there's just like there's like little moments, <laughs> and I just like little moments that just like remind me, it's. It's a, it's not all there. And I'm so the glad I didn't catch that. That's the problem <laughs> so because I did catch it. That's a, that is yeah. a problem yeah. because it was immersive after the yeah. 30 minutes of me getting used to the fucking high refresh rate, right? But like, 
after that time frame, I got, okay, I'm used to it. And then you're like, oh, shit, it looks great. Oh, shit, like, this is, okay, this yeah. is amazing. Wow. The water scenes all look great. Awesome. Cool. Oh, okay. And it's just like, eh, refresher. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, all right, we'll, we'll get over it. <laughs> you know, watch it again. And you're like, okay, there it is. Right, and obviously the story is not helping, but um, not helping as in, like, just yeah, the, the not, villain. Not being problem, enticing. The villain yeah. problem. Yeah, not, as, yeah. not as enticing as it should be. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, and then you're just like, ugh, just like you're just like annoyed. I, yeah. I get annoyed in those in those moments, and then the problem is, is that's just one or two. It's, no, if yeah, it, if it was I one know. or two, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make. I it know that it's all the time. I know that it is all the time in the movie. I just never caught, never. I was immersed the whole time. Yeah, the guy um, next to me was fucking excited, even though he left to the bathroom like three times. But like, <laughs> he was uh, excited. Like he was in love with it. Was oh, it somebody you knew? So no, I, I went with. Oh, no, he was in a packed theater. Remember who? I went by myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can we put the the frame rate stuff to bed? I think we no, got yeah, it. No, that's fine. I have another one. What? Another frame rate problem? No. Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna talk about <laughs> Stephen Lang. This but... is gonna sound so bad, but the blue people all look the same. <laughs> you're right. That oh, is. Not... You're right. That is... <laughs> they were different shades, bro. No, 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 literally, no, not like that. No, no, I could no, wait, not tell. First of all, it is like that. Two sons. The the two sons he has. Really? Tell them apart. Wait, wait, wait. Wow, hold on. Finish that. I got a few. I think I couldn't. I aside from like like Tuke, I obviously know that was the small one. Okay, that was the child. But the two sons, I kept. I'm like, I don't know which one that is. I could tell every time. I couldn't. Just those two mainly. You, I, you, I couldn't. You're European. Everyone, everyone else had something distinctively different, well, except the sons. Well, Raf and I are like are like gamers in this sense. Being you know, we recognize other minorities. Yeah. You, I get that you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because you can't tell, like you can't be racist on fake or people. Or it's fine. No, no. You know, that's or, like or, Jake or and the kids, Colombians, <laughs> you know, like that. You yeah, can't tell right. them apart. It's okay. It's, uh, we can. <laughs> yeah, we can for the most part. Everyone <laughs> else, Peruvian and Bolivian, I could know much. Them no, just the two sons. Yeah, and yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the, the two brothers, blood brothers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm Obviously, if you didn't know, so <laughs> Spider, I could spot it you know, in a crowd. <laughs> Yeah, was Spider the marker? Like, oh, why kid? Yes, well, I can you find know, it. You know, there's a really good use of Spider in the movie, though. Of, like, using a human kid, you know, human around the around everybody else who CG'd. Straight out of Tarzan, that kid. Yeah, 1,000%. But using it and then being lost, knowing that you get lost in it. Because I, I even told myself once where I was like, I can't tell the difference. You can't. And there's like, and also I feel Cameron did that to challenge himself. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm adding a real is. human in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Right. Between these two interacting. Hey, fuck you know? face, tell the difference. Tell the yeah. difference. <laughs> like, and, and then like, we find out that it's the actual fake and the blue people are real. The kid was the fake, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Noted, Luke. I didn't have that problem, but I can, I, can, yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, almost I, I, can't, I can't see that, but okay. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it either. I'm trying <laughs> to give him an out. Try to give him an out, okay? Because I want him back for the show. I don't want hate, hate threats. That's what beat yourself now for the rest of this fucking thing. <laughs> No, do not. So I, want to, I want to get into Stephen Lang. What do we guys think of the return of Stephen Lang? Being, uh, uh, be, getting his own blue person. Right? Fucking li- I, Okay, in theory, I like it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just totally like they don't even do the uh the throwaway line of this technology exists 
<laughs> oh yeah, oh. we backed up your memory. They said we backed up your memories. Okay, uh-huh. and you've we've been creating your body for this long over here outside in space. You so. feel like you needed more out of that. I like, feel like, like the throwaway line didn't exist, right? About we have the technology to put your memories or to store your memory, right? Or your con- not a con- but it was always consci- consciousness as well. It wasn't just memories. Well, my question there is that why didn't they do that to in the original movie now? Because uh, Sully was Jake. The reason he's Jake in that movie is because his twin brother got uh, killed. He was an actual scientist. His twin brother died, and so he had to take up his place because it's so expensive and all this shit. Right? That makes and it so even he, worse. Right, but like, was that technology not around at that time? Could they not have downloaded his brother's body into the Avatar? No, uh, in the movie they said that they're growing their bodies back. Like back on Earth, so maybe just the, the the. Well, this is like a generation later. Not not like ten years, not a generation, but like. Mm, I don't years. know. There was like teenagers, maybe fifteen, twenty, something like that. Yeah. So no, I I think because of how far away maybe they are from Earth, mm-hmm. for them to you know to go back, you know, and yeah, regrow the body and bring it back, it probably wouldn't. Yeah, it I didn't bother know. me, but yeah, it is a problem. It is a whole money. No, it, it is a problem. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It just. Oh, but what do we think of him in general? His reappearance, if you want to call it that, because a copy of a copy does that count? Is that if, you? Yeah, it felt less than. Do you feel like you? Oh, felt, you didn't like uh, like the dynamic of what he brought. Like no, what? I to be honest with you, I just. Oh, did you just not like him being the main villain again? Was that the, the bothersome cop out? Both. Did he feel like a cop out? I don't. Yeah. Not, I, don't I, know. I feel like he's just trying to. Did he feel like a like Kevin Smith? All movie? the loose ties. With the sun and the, the stuff, loose ties. What do you mean? I feel like he's just trying to like, like oh, like it's not over. Okay, because he said it's not over the first one. I guess he brought it back, so it's not over mm-hmm. again. Like, <laughs> okay, it's really I not would, over. <laughs> yeah, and as to your thing about like not explaining or not, you know, just like shoehorning in that whole technology of downloading your mind into an avatar, yeah, or to a Navi. I mean, <clears throat> As I, they treat that the same way as they treat um, him having a son at all, right? It's right. like, oh, it's just in the off-screen of the last movie, he got someone pregnant on base or something, right? And sure, there yeah. you go. Right. So, also, they they had to just say that. I, I just feel like it's just, it's very convenient for not making a new villain. It does feel that way. So, yo, here's my here's my argument to this. It's Hans Gruber's brother. I agree. <laughs> by the way, pretty bad to me, by the way. It's oh, bad. Let's just fucking kill Die Hard right now. Let's just fucking murder every Die Hard fan out there. Simon Says. Simon. Brilliant. Fucking Shakespearean if, writing going if on. If you have a five-gallon jug water. <laughs> seven cats and seven wives at seven. Yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah, the answer is one. Okay, so here's my argument to that, and I agree with you. By the way, yes, it is the uh, the explanation to it is pretty flimsy, and on the face of it, for sure, they're just retreading. Part of the retread is Stephen Lang as the villain again. Yeah. Um, but I think they introduce a lot of, and I think the movie does hold up in this uh in this feel like of a copy situation. They, like I find it fascinating that what's his name? Yeah, I start, start calling it Stephen Lang. Um, I don't remember his name. Um, Quaritch? Quaritch. Um, Quaritch was Quaritch 2, let's call him the new Quaritch. Um, 
I like when he goes into the, the blue people body. He gets his memories. He's whatever. He's all this, right? Um, I love how we are watching. It's not a retread. It's not just a retread of the first movie where he's the villain again. It is him going through the Jake Sully role of the first movie, but through the eyes of revenge. He starts off with revenge. Jake Sully didn't start that way, obviously, but like it's very similar. He has a very uh, eye-opening, you know, explosive, ex- you know, waking up as a blue person for the first time, right? Except that he is stuck in it already. I think the movie is already is being fascinating right there with the, you know, paralleled, you know, of you know, of his arch nemesis of the one he wants to kill, having a parallel life to what he went through that eventually betrayed his own human race, right? Also, that's for me. That's a really good reason to do that. Secondly, I like how he immediately jumps into the whole um, jumps into the idea that you know when he talks to his boy that it's not his boy. This is still in the in the first act. Um, what's his name? The kid, whatever the kid, um, Spider. Uh, when he's talking to Spider, and he knows the whole score, he knows that that is Quaritch's kid, but he doesn't consider himself that Quaritch anymore. Like I think all of that is super fascinating sci-fi kind of stuff that I see James Cameron have done in other in other in other movies from the Abyss to Terminator. I'd like to agree with you, but the, I think uh, all of that is intentional. Yeah, I th- but, I'd like to agree with you, but I think the problem is the movie doesn't also just care about it. No, I think they do. I think that's the whole setup of this. No, I, I don't think they do. Yeah. I think they do it for they do it for all these characters. They bring all these people back, right? Mm-hmm. They do this throwaway scene of introducing all these people, and then they go, "Yeah, who cares?" And then they go, "Same thing for Quaritch." Yeah, I guess they, they focus only on him. They don't focus on anybody else, right? Everyone else just dies or magically stays alive somewhere, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it's just like I don't. You talking about the goons? Yeah, I'm talking about the goons. Do you as well. want like a life of the goons? No, no, I don't want the life of the goons. I'm just, just okay. trying to say. So, but they, he, they're part of the bringing of the backs, right? But they all come back. So now I know they try to do this for him, but they go through all of these, all the. I guess his character development, because that's what he is, he does get in the movie, right? Um, is just like a watered down version. Um, no. I, I just don't think so. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think so. But yeah. no, that's crazy. I don't know. It's a three, three and a half hour movie or three whatever hour movie. See, I, I think it, like his other teammates are following orders. This guy has a real grudge in, in the memories that he has. He's with following orders specifically too. Jake Sully, right? Yeah. Huh? He's following orders too. No, no, no. He's also doing that. And also, by the way, he drops all that halfway through the movie. He's not following orders really anymore. But, um, but fine. Well, we can get there when we get there. But I mean, like, there's a personal connection going on between, like, he has a personal Motive, uh, emotional reason for what he's doing. The other grunts around him are just following orders. Where he is on top of following orders, he has an emotional thing going on, and I think that's why the focus is better just on him than it is on everyone else. And I would say the other people of his squad that just die randomly or whatever, or we don't know nothing about them, are just as implausible, just as 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 less paid attention to as the other Navi townsmen that we meet along the way that are just throwoffs. There as like a torture machine for punishment for Jake Sully. You know, like, yeah, of course, we can't name everyone or whatever, but, like, I felt like that was how I took it. And I thought it was in par and in key with what the movie was saying because the movie was more interesting, interested in fleshing out a villain for that, that you know, we thought was gone, isn't gone, but like many stories. And I think that introducing the sun dynamic was, I mean, we'll get to the ending, right? But, like, I thought that that was very, uh, not just like powerful, but I thought it was really nice. And I thought it was really well written. Um, overall, 
not like a line specifically or whatever, but I thought it was well made. And I don't see how this sci-fi concept is like not interesting. I find it super interesting. Like imagine being copied in something. I mean, we've seen stories like this. It's just that never quite like this, right? That's the whole point. And I think put into this big action spectacle movie, yeah, the action overshadows that for sure. All the frame rates overshadow, sure, all that, right? And it can easily be dismissed as a simple storytelling that's redoing part one. I get, I get that. I have a problem with that too. But if you have to do it, and they did it, I think adding all these layers makes it interesting. So I found it fun, a lot of fun. So yeah, I was fine with it. And there's so many more of the details. I'm not, I don't remember them all anymore. It's three hours, but like, yeah, there was a bunch of those in the movie. I felt that warranted it. Jake Sully was actually the least interesting character for me in this movie, but he's also like not exactly meant to be, but like he's kind of pushed off to the side a little bit. No, no that's you know? true. He it was didn't feel like a him thing. First of all, oh, I, I, I find uh, Nate Thierry's character's way, the, or uh, Zoe yeah. Saldana's, as a b- bigger character than he, even though she gets thrown off to the side. Yeah, hard I was say, she gets, I didn't like, that's the worst thing in the movie for me. No, that, I, I 1,000% agree with you. I think that's the worst thing for, at least for those two main characters. But at the mm-hmm. same time, she still steals all those seats that she needs to yeah, steal. Yeah, well. Yes, at the end, especially. Well, especially at the end. But you'll say the the scenes that she needs to steal, she does a great job. Yes. Yeah, and Atiri was performed way more interesting in the first movie. She was like a real good co-host, co-lead in that movie. Yes, I I, I, I think it's, yeah, I would agree. Jake is just very old-fashioned. Yeah. well, Old-fashioned, earthly, American earthly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Grunty. Uh, look, you want you look like you wanted to say something. Oh yeah, so Go ahead. I hated the whole sun aspect, especially oh, spider. Like, about yes, spider, right? spider. Especially like at first, I was like, mm, yeah, okay, I, I could see it, you know, being like a little dynamic with you know the I am your father, but I'm not actually your father. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you know with spider kind of being their translator in a way and being with the military guys for a little, but then like the last thirty minutes of it just kind of just was annoying. Yeah, well, maybe we should get to it. I'll get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right now. Okay. That's good. So, uh, spoiler alert. uh, Spoilers for Avatar The Way of Water starting right now. Okay. Go ahead. So, what I hated with the whole spider thing was at first I was like, okay, he's going to probably join his father or something like that. And then Mm -hmm. he saves, there's that point where he saves his father Mm -hmm. because he's like drowned and dead. But then. He just like leaves him and goes back to them. It's like what the fuck? It's like you you flip flopping kid. Like choose okay. a side. Okay, that's how you felt. Okay, yeah. And then with Jake Sully, go oh, a son for a son, essentially. Like that was dumb. Okay, I, I hated that. It, okay, it, so dumb. All right. Uh, Ralph, what did you think of that whole how it ended with Spider? And well, that ended right because no one. Well, I feel like Spider's. You know, everything he actually learned from everybody was you know mainly Jake, right? But it was like it's this weird thing. I think it's from just the way of the people, the the Navi, you know, um, where he's like, we shouldn't. They don't like kill just to kill. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Like everybody's like everything. Everything yeah. matters for a one reason. of the forest lessons in the first movie too. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything matters for a reason. You know, like and everything just gets done for the reason. And I think him saving his dad is one of those things where it's just like I have a po- I have an opportunity to do something good and do something right and he saves him even though he maybe doesn't think it's right and it just happens to be his dad he would have done that for anybody in the movie i think as a character and then him obviously going back is because well that's his family his family are these guys are the rest of the sullies 
you know, like he's the one that's it's almost his family, right? Almost his pseudo adopted family, where it's like, yeah, they, I've only been around them my whole fucking life, you know, like, and I've learned, yeah. and I've learned with them and I've learned through them, and my best friends are their kids, you know, and they're my they're like best friends slash like almost brothers, right, in a weird way. Yeah, like the kids never give up on each other, even though that one point where. Uh, they get retied. <laughs> Zoe's, hey, yeah, right. That, that's a funny scene because especially she says, I can't believe I got caught again. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I was like, yeah, I'm glad you realized that. Um, <laughs> Zoe Saldana's character, other than uh, Neytiri, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she, like, uh, even when she does the whole, like, I'm going to kill your kid, right? And cuts him, right? Yeah. And cuts him, showing how true. And it's also it's also showing very much like a mother's, a mater- a mother's like, defense mechanism like i'm gonna take care of my own kind of thing right yeah uh, but at the same time i don't think she would have actually killed him um the cutting of the thing is just saying <laughs> i'm willing to inflict harm on this guy right i'm willing to show you and call your bluff essentially I mom why'd you kill my best friend right 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 exactly no but it does feel like that at one point and it felt like i don't think she's that type of person but i i have to say i don't know it was weird but i don't think i don't dismiss the kid the, char- the character of the kid um I find it less believable that he didn't put up a bigger complaint, I guess, for helping them, or maybe more of a thing like him wanting to be more tourist. His actual dad, you know, this. But at the yeah. same time, he never, he always, he always said, "You're not my dad anyway." Like, what's the matter? And the dad said, "Yeah, I'm not your kid, not your dad anyway." Like, what's the matter? Like, in a weird way, but he still helps them. And I don't know if that's the, just a tie to him trying. And they do a bad part where they don't want to when he's helping them out. And I don't know if it's just ignorance or not ignorance, but um, uh, just being, you know, not uh, I guess it is ignorance. Yeah, ignorance just being just being young and not understanding the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, being taken advantage of—that's the word I was going to advantage. They be taken advantage of, right, for your uh, innocence. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just felt like that's more of a shitty thing than to what it happens, where like he basically lets all of this ha- get to them to find Jake Sully again and family. Um, that connection is way worse in my opinion than the stuff at the end that Luke's complaining about. Um, I I don't like that dynamic because I feel like they just kind of wash away from it. They're like, yeah, he's going to help him and he's just down for it. You know, like he puts up a big fight and yeah, he's going to help him because they had a talk. Yeah, I think that speaks to the kid's innocence for sure because he's trying to find a connection there and not to mention, you know, see his family again. He doesn't believe how far this guy would go until he does go that far. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and and then I remember, and he does him. have the redemption yeah. arc at the end when he's like, fuck this ship. Like, you know, like, and he beats the shit out of it. And it's great like because he's actually learning the whole time. And that's yeah, actually, that's what, yeah. I, I like that a lot because the kid does learn a lot while he's there. He's like, yeah. and obviously you know, the way he traverses. A fucking little monkey in that fucking Well, he traverses so differently room. than everybody yeah. else. You know? Yeah. So. Right, yeah, these straight edges and got nothing on them. Sure. Um, so I, I thought of the ending also very differently. Uh, a little, not very different, a little different from both of you's. Both of you's. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine like, um, imagine being a kid, uh, a kid like Spider's age, having to deal with like at home with like a very, very drunk and negligent father, passed out all the time, God knows what, accidental, right? And that Sorry, kid. Yeah. Imagine the scene of this happening, and uh, imagine Spider being that kid, right? And Stephen Lang being that father. And there's no way that no matter how much he might be completely hating on his father, and uh, for good reasons, and all these different things, that is still his dad. He's still going to make sure he doesn't, you know, die in his sleep. 
like or from vomiting or whatever or not missing the car or to make sure to hide his car keys because he still loves him. He's still his dad. I think that's what the ending felt like to me where like he can't let his dad drown, but it doesn't mean that he has to lose himself as a person by being with him. Yeah. That's how it felt to me. Yeah. I felt like those things are, uh, you know, are they're connecting. Those are both the same thing. He's emotionally attached to this man he believes to be his father, no matter what he says. And obviously, he just proved. I mean, Stephen Lang, uh, uh, Courage proved to himself. He was surprised that he cared whether or not Spider lived in that moment. He was surprised. I had that yeah. real good reaction. Yeah, there is a nice shock. He was to surprised his face. that he didn't want this kid to die. He was like, "Kill him! I don't give a shit." And he like takes it back. And I was surprised by that. But that, that's when I found it really interesting. I'm like, so when he starts drowning and he's about to die, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> and it was way more interesting for Spider to save him and much more impactful for him to get away from that horrible asshole, toxic relationship. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I thought that they're was saving very, very, part three. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're yeah. saving for part oh, yeah. four, you know, Spider's Revenge. Spider's Revenge. <laughs> yes. So I found that all emotionally. <laughs> get away from the Navi, go back to the humans. Spider's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in Avatar Spider, 5. A Tarzan tale. In Avatar 5, 50 years later, uh, Spider is the emperor of the humans. and he's I, I, I had heard there was yeah. supposed to be a space scene in this movie. Oh, yeah. A space? Well, scene? remember, he's shooting two, three, and four basically in a row. Yeah. Well, I had so, heard there's supposed to be a yeah. space scene, yes, in this, yeah. mo- in this movie where, like, Jake Sully goes into space. Well, okay. We'll get to the possibilities of yeah. what's going on in a minute. Hold on. Yeah, that's that's good. Don't don't forget that. Um, what? I also felt hard, and this is the hardest scene for me, the feeling-wise that it got me. What I told you his, about taking uh, the blue pill when you go I to know. the theaters. I took a red pill. Um, yeah. It's when uh, his oldest son died. It got to me. I didn't expect that. I also, oh, I I, it 100% got there. to me, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did, uh, Luke, did you feel Luke something? Luke has no heart. Luke has no heart. You have no heart, Luke? Look, he didn't and I felt him. it. Didn't that theater, I was like, see, I didn't. I was little one at first, and then it was like, when the kid was brother, dying, the I was like, oh, it no. felt I know he so shot him. rushed. No, they fucking, he had a death scene. How was that Bitch, rushed? From that, uh, I don't know. It felt like so much was going on. It sucked for you. Know, sh- but- want me to show you rushed? That the departed. One shot to the head, dead. That's it. Spoilers. No, I don't know. It, Maybe because I just couldn't tell the two sons apart. <laughs> I'm like, which one died? <laughs> oh my god! Was it well, the will? I knew it was the oldest because um, he didn't have it going with the Navi Water Girl. So oh, yeah. no way, that kid. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, I could tell them apart. Um, okay, that's fine. But I fell for it. Like I really didn't see that coming. Yeah. I really love that line. Our family is a fortress, and I felt like that. Like the whole movie showing you these dynamics for pros and cons in warrior life and in Navi life and a hippie nature way life and in a very you know sibling rivalry shit that goes on in regular families. And I loved all that. And I think the movie got to me, especially when they surprised me by killing their oldest son. Yeah. I think it is important. Also, it leads Nightiri to be a fucking badass that I actually think she would have killed Spider. So that's my actual thinking about that. Yeah. Is that I think she would have killed him. That's how mad she was. Yeah, that's how maybe, resolute but... she was in stopping him rather than saving a life. And I think they're going to come across to that. I think she's going to be asked that question in the next one, probably. I think he's. I, I think Spider's also going to be just like, "Yo, was she going to well, kill?" Spider's me? Uh, 100% I think Spider afraid. will ask that question. Well, like, I ain't coming to your house. Confident. My dad says I can't play with you anymore. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Spider's a hundred percent afraid. Yeah. 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 I found that all really fast. I don't know. I think it was good. I think it was really good. Make I don't know. 
I did. Um, so let's talk about the things that are similar to other James Cameron movies. Titanic, obviously. There's a whole capsizing scene, for fuck's sake. <laughs> By the I way, was like, is it going to crack in half? I also did a really good job with those scenes of them almost drying the water. I was so good. Like, that's a lot of touch from the yeah, 90s. Yeah. Really did a good job with the tension in those scenes, in my opinion. Um, also, here's another one. I feel like uh, we've been saving, you know, uh, what's that girl? Sigourney Weaver's character, who was like super in touch with Awa. Um is uh, which was like the Virgin Mary, by the way, right? It's gotta be like, right? Anyway, yes, 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 yes because yes. she was born Bro, in the she pod. Was, yeah, she was born in the pod, but with no discernible father figure, a father to inseminate, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, Awa, it came from Awa, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, when the whole like, uh, you know, those uh, algae that are like lighting the way for her, yeah, very abyss. Very, it felt like the abyss with the swarming and the and the water in it felt like a little abyss. <laughs> When Courage sees his own skull and crushes it, Terminator. Terminator. I'm just saying, he's combining a lot of his movies here. And Sigourney Weaver being an alien. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a lot of stuff going on here. With Edie Falco in that mech, you know, felt very much like Sigourney Weaver in her mech in Aliens. Anybody? Anyway, I think he's combining a lot of his movies. I didn't see any True Lie stuff, but (laughs) give it a minute. That's a Stockholm machine. That's such a good movie. I saw that like a few months ago. Um, I just want to mention that those are the movies that are referenced, uh, whatever. But I, I love the build up to the last scenes. He shoots action super well. I loved it. Um, I even love that. I mentioned it a minute ago. Courage visiting his own body, seeing that footage. And it's the beginning of Spiders, you know, trying to do this connection thing. I thought I was all really set up nicely. Uh, I know it was like two hours before the ending, but still. Um, yeah, it was earlier. Yeah. Um, the only thing I wouldn't like, though... Okay, so, part three. Space stuff. This is what you think is going to happen? I don't know. We'll see. I they feel like they have to. They introduced space in this movie. I mean, the one thing this movie is... I mean, they, don't, get me wrong, don't get me wrong. They all came from space, of course. Yeah, yeah right. But they introduced it as in, like, they're currently there right now. I mean, they can go to space. They can go back to Earth. Because that's where they were building the bodies out in space. Or the, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. No. Yeah. And then again, at the beginning of Avatar, the first one, this starts off being transported. They talked about the trade route, or not the trade route, but the supply route that they have. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it has to go through space. So, so um, humans are, are real bastards in this movie. Other than Spider, who is a native there, basically, let's just say it. And obviously, the, the two so, doctors are, who are still alive, the three. Yeah. Um, which we get very little of, by the way. Um, Thank, thankfully. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there were, there's nothing to say right now about it. Exactly. Right. Um, but the thing is that all of human race are real villains in this movie. How do you guys feel about human race being utter villains? About time. How's this? If you were on Earth and you know Earth is dying and you you heard bro, that Pandora. I, I fear for any fucking planet we land on. Bro, we're I, fucking I, you up. We're fu- I mean, I'll tell you right now. I hope you're we're, we're, we're literally the guy shaking Our your capacity hand. for destruction is. No, no, I doubt it. Fuck, I don't, I, I don't even know the limits of our capacity for destruction. That's the reality of the truth. I honestly, I, dude, the shit we do to each other alone, first of all, we're the kind of people who shake your hand. And have a knife in the, a knife in the other hand. We're one thousand percent that person. I mean, look. And once we know, nice. Like, <laughs> once we know your your weapon capabilities are, then that's what really matters. That's what. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, in my opinion, the human race is the human race is constantly yelling. We have the bigger stick. Why are you still in our land? Right. That's what they're saying. Right. The as, whole movie, as as they just slaughtered uh, tons of people yeah. to get there. Yeah. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. 
it is uh yeah it, it made me feel weird no, honestly no, because no. like it's the most fucking truthful thing ever no but it's still <laughs> weird though no no i felt like it was truthful i feel like we as a species are very it, you know what it reminded me of in the theater i was thinking of it I thought of the Agent Smith scene in The Matrix, Ooh. where like humans are not actually mammals; we're a virus. We come into a land, to an area, you're take like over, a, and multiply. Like and so plane. every natural resource yeah. is yeah. consumed, yeah, exactly. and then we move on to another place. That's exactly what this movie is saying. Yeah. We took over Earth. Earth is no longer livable. I've, we're gonna take your Pandora. I've never not agreed with that dialogue, that line of dialogue. I'm just saying, it felt. Ju- I thought of that, and that's in the, some of those scenes. I'm like, dude, we are portrayed as the worst assholes. Yeah, because we are. Like, I just, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I mean, no, listen, I had nothing to say about it. I'm like, no, listen, we're not. Yeah, we are. Are you yeah. from Europe? North America? <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. Yes, Russia. Russia. You gotta be careful with that one. That's some weird shit going on right there, right? Yeah. Uh, or I mean, same thing with Asian countries. Any other? Russia's in Asia, by the way. But same with the Asian countries. Are you? Yes. Cool. Now, if Mexico came. You'd have some friends. As long as you got tequila, we're good. Some beer, we're golden. That's fine. Like we'll, we'll, we'll 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 talking we'll to, about Black Panther 2 again. We'll, we'll live together. Um, but yeah. yeah I, I'm, seems, I'm being serious, though. I mean, I, it's, I get it. Yeah. No, I, I, get it. I fear for any fucking planet we ever go to millions of years from now or whatever. Whatever, we got to ditch this place. No, the thing is, I had no argument against it. The movie was felt <laughs> right to me. I just like, I just felt so gutted by that reality. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I was on no, none of their sides. None of their sides. None, none of humanity's side was I ever for it. Like, I know why they're doing it. I know what they'll do for it. But, like, they're, they're also, like, the, the, to think that they deserve it. And, oh, my God, it's just so unabashedly stuff. It's, like, so hate, frustrating to watch. It's frustrating, some of those scenes. Um, especially that whale hunting stuff. I mean, we go through a lot, some of the whale hunting procedures. Um, <sighs> Pretty All harsh. that just for and and the guy and the spider's like you throw the rest away, right? Yeah, it that's was, so. You know what's fucked up? That though? Not a Native like, American seeing a French <laughs> like fur trapper and saying the same thing, right? Four like, or five hundred. Uh, when I went when I lived in Alaska, and I was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And I saw when they they caught a it was like a twenty six foot whale, and they literally used everything. The only thing left on the beach after they like literally. Yeah took it apart was just blood and some like leftover guts and i think they took some of the guts because i think they used some of the linings for it for certain things but that's you know like yeah. native tradition for like native alaskans so and a lot of candles like, were made that year huh like what the <laughs> no. actually not really that was the only one that they caught that year hmm. so that month then. not a lot of muktuk going around that year no uh that's interesting i didn't know you saw that oh you know about that um, yeah that's crazy um yeah it was so. It was just like that was the that was a real high high point of humanity's like get the fuck out of here, you know, uh, frustrations with them. Um, it was pretty bad, and um, you know, and also the movie even throws in almost as a lark um, that these whales have more emotional capacity yeah. and intelligence. And so like, they feel it way more than them. They're fucking talking. Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was a pretty harsh scene, and that whole whale thing was hard, kind of hard, hard to watch. It was, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, what? Uh, so, what do we expect? I mean, okay, I know mixed bag here in the in the group here, but like, what do we expect out of the third one? Seven hours. 
Like, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I feel like the fight's going to be taken to humanity and Cele- space at some point. Celebrity Are we going to attack Earth? Now? Do you guys see? Do you guys see Avatar people attacking Earth? I have an issue. I have I'll an issue. Here. Um, how how savvy is Jake Sully? Because they make him this like uh, this. He's he's like Patton. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, he had the win of kicking humanity out. That was a big win. I mean, he's I get that. He, he's a like, military background, like, right? Yeah, but he's like a grunt. Like, guys, yeah, yeah. why isn't anyone smarter got against him yet? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I kind of really hoping that Nateria will take over at some point. I hopefully that still happens because Jake yeah. Sully's always been the least interesting. He's like, a dumb grunt that is just that has a good heart. Definitely, like he has a good side. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and I, that like, prevailed the first time, but doesn't right? Right. You, no, he he's you know, he, cha- he champions things from humanity, which is like yeah. especially like on. He's got uh, the thing of hope. He's got the uh-huh. thing of you know. Like, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff. Ability. From him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 That all of these things shine good when you're trying to do something good. When you do something good, right? Um, but yeah, he's just he's not this tactician. You know what I'm saying? Like. He knows what they're gonna do. That's the that's the reality of the issue. It's just that they're so they're so like one dimensional, I guess. This, yeah. this military in the future. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 waiting for like uh, a bigger entity to come after them. To actually, well, the, the, what I'm expecting from part three, and I'm assuming what he wants to do in part four and five. I don't know if, if he gets that far. Um, what I'm expecting in part three is uh, the actual world or molar of the world gets involved. Yeah, because we really saw a huge forest in the first one, and yeah. this one we added um, islands water. and, and islands water. and the water and yeah, the ocean. Um, well, I don't want every movie to like go to another place in the snow. Yeah, that would be boring. I don't want so. that either. That, I don't want that either. But like, <laughs> they're gonna go know, underground. But I feel like um, even <laughs> even the even the water people, the water tribe people, are like, well, bro, like you guys are. You guys are forest people. You guys are forest, Davi. What do you, you know? Look at your tail, right? Right. Yeah. You look at your tail. You guys are so much darker than us. You know, it's shit like that, right? And yeah. you're like, okay, cool. But at the same time, they're like, that's your problem. He, that's what he said. Yeah. He said we have our own problems. That's your problem. They don't see it as a our problem thing yet. Yeah. And that's no, what's not yet. Happen. You want to get the hour in there for the We're world. We're gonna get the hour yeah. in there real soon. I agree. That's uh, okay. The thing is, I'm, I'm fearing. This is where my fear is: is that mm-hmm. whatever the next one, the sun tribe or whatever. I don't know what the tribe is next, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the sand tribe, maybe. I don't know. The next tribe is coming in, right? That, mm-hmm. well, you got to become one of our people because they're already water and forest people, right? Mm-hmm. So now, uh, you know... To, uh, to, I definitely like, I definitely would be very precarious to see that I don't want that either. I don't want um, it, but I fear it. I fear, like, one of the kids is like, alright, guys, you're well, up. It, the movie you know? did end with them being solidified into the water tribe. They're not leaving it, I guess, you know, so, like, they're going to probably make a stand. As opposed to Jake Sully running away as his first So then, we'll, then he'll be the, the two-time? I mean, that was his big thing about this movie. It's like it's like not to run away, protect his family only. He's yeah. like, man, she was pissed. She was pissed yeah. when they when she left when they left. Yeah, she yeah. was like, man, what are you doing? But you know, oh, yeah, she's like, all right, listen, this is the fifties. I'll follow my husband. His fear was, yeah, right. It did feel. Like, <laughs> it did feel like that a little bit, yeah. But it's more like the king kingshipness. No, it uh, it is very much like. Also, he is. He does know the enemy. I I am. Gl- I was so fearing when Corridge came in. You know, after they left for the water tribe to get away, uh, I was so worried that he was going to go in there and kill the rest of the forest people, and we we're going to see all that. And as far as I know, they skipped them. So thankfully, yeah. those people were not killed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like, aren't you guys leaving these behind? Don't they know they might be here? Yeah. I feel like coming with their airships yeah. and shit. I also but, feel like the big setup with Awa is coming. Like, oh, there's this right. That's part of Tony Weaver's uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, I also feel like the you know the 
the fucking. What do you think of her uh, convulsions? That whole like thing when she talks to her mother thing. What was that? The that seizure. Was a weird thing. Yeah, the seizure. Well, the dream before, fucking right? Hippies. If you want to call it a dream, I it just, is very hippie. I think that's like um, Pandorian acid or something or LSD <laughs> yeah. or mushrooms. I just feel like it's too much power. Being, oh, oh being by the way, transferred. Hmm. Avatar three. They're gonna go against the flood. It's from Halo music. Ralph knows. What is that's all you gotta know. It's from Halo. Oh, God. Fucking... Maybe stop playing so many video games. This frame rate thing wouldn't bother you. Um, you play more video uh, games than I would. I want that. I don't want it. Um, I don't know what to expect, but I do think that, uh, yeah, I want to flesh out more of the thing. I want a more spider fleshed out for sure. And I want to see what happens to the hour, like we were talking about. Getting the world attached, which is funny because not well, a this movie a has moon. too many hours. What it's are you a moon about? to the planet, by the way, and I love how uh, they use eclipses, like to eclipse eclipse eye, um, to go forward in this movie, like the, sh- the markers of time, the way the movie. I really love the use of eclipse in this movie. Yeah. Um, anything else on Avatar? Yeah, the older brother died, not the younger one. Anyways, that's all I got. That's right. Killed. The the good son, the one he liked, that took over. Well, the one that was basically yeah, was a, a mirror boy. image of Jake. Yeah. 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 There could only be one. Yeah, exactly. All right, there's our review for Avatar The Way of Water. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film of the evening, which is The Banshees of Inishirin. Stay with us. And our best Irish accent. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends the relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. This is The Banshees of Inishirin, written and directed by Martin McDonough, as Luke likes to say. I'm not even going to do it. Okay. What would I like to say? Dunna, dunna, dunna. Anyway. I don't um, think I've ever said that. Yeah, that was you. You did it the first time. Like many yeah. years ago. Like in this last movie, probably. Oh, anyway. that's probably three billboards? Yeah, probably. Uh, this movie stars Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Carrie Condon, um, Pat Short, Gary Lydon, Lydon, maybe, John Kenny, Sheila Flitton, Barry Keegan, or Keoghan, fucking Christ, I don't know. <laughs> um, the Irish okay. are fucking weird. Dude, okay, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that, okay? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this is The Banshees of Inishering, comedy, kind of, dark comedy, yeah, dark, dark as fuck, yes, dark as fuck comedy. I mean... This is the guy who brought us in Bruges, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and of course, seven psychopaths. <laughs> That's um, the one I haven't seen out of those three movies. Oh, really? You like yeah. it? You like? I mean, if you like this, yeah. There's no way you won't. Uh, I'm so assuming, it, by the way, that you like this one. I'm not uh, oh yeah. Now, is this part of the world of Harry Potter? This is, I figure like this is you know, Mad Eye Moody before <laughs> going to Hogwarts. Dude, <laughs> a little bit low key. I felt that a little bit. If Brendan Gleeson they look so fucking old in comparison to his Mad Eye role, yes, um, yeah, I agree. With, that's a good one. Um, before we start, and I give it to so the first person here. I just want to say I I uh, went to high school with this guy named Padraic, and we call him Padraic. Padraic Brennan, I think that was Padraic. Well, that's the thing. Nobody ever fucking called him that. <laughs> <laughs> Parik. No, they don't even fucking say the D. They're like Parik. I mean, I kept looking at the subtitles like, what is that name? Okay, so <laughs> there's some Irish ass fucking name that can't they don't even use half the fucking letters. Okay. I swear, I <laughs> Just swear name. I heard I almost, the name. Uh-huh. And I didn't pay attention to the subtitles until I finally read it and I was like, Who the fuck's name is that? And yeah. I was like, wait. 
That's not what. That's not what. That's not the same name. I'm reading something different than what they're yeah. saying. I yeah, can't, I can't stand Irish names. I can't. Dude, it's like it's like no, Killian Murphy. Everyone says Irish Cillian. names. It's Killian. What? At first, I was like, "What the fuck." I didn't know when this movie was taking place mm-hmm. until they showed a calendar and it was like, oh, 1923. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, got it. So you're saying that nowadays, Padraic is probably accurate? It's probably Patrick or something. I don't know. Probably maybe. Patrick, you know. Maybe. Also, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't Irish, but that thing was very similar, though. I think it was spelled the same way. But no one called him Parik. I'll tell you. Tell you fucking that right now. <laughs> Not a single person. Don't you wish you had a time machine just to go back and call yeah. that though? Well, I almost felt like I want to see. Am I still friends with them on Facebook? So I can ask them. I would do that. Why be- didn't you tell me? What is this actually your real name? Is this how you say it? You know. Anyway, so just um, that's just a minute here, and obviously we're going to start with the guy closest born from that era. Area, I meant. Uh, Luke, what did you think of this oh, movie? Area. I was like, you, that would be you. I forgot an E. I forgot that E there. You were born closest to 1923. Yes. Oh, my God. You're so whimsical. Get the fuck going. Come on. Uh, thank God for subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost. Uh, yeah. This is why I still haven't fi- finished watching The Guard. <laughs> so, also, uh, uh, Calvary. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Of, Wait, no, um, and we didn't do subtitles in that movie. God, no, we just saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, such a weird movie, but a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Very dark. With the comedy was very sp- uh, sparing, uh, like barely inexistent. This movie mm-hmm. was just dark. Yeah, but good. Good question mark. You're not sure. <laughs> like, I'm still well, trying th- to comprehend it. Okay, it just, just went so weird. Like, I did not expect anything like this out of this movie. Yeah. Well, did you see a trailer by chance or no? Nope, nothing. I went in Me blind. Me either. Went blind. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but this is on HBO Max currently, right? Did I say that? E- no. Okay. What is it? If you want to see it. Well, thank anyone. you for purchasing it. I did buy. I did buy like a, two days before it came out there. I knew it was going to come out on streaming. I just didn't think it would be on time. And then obviously I was proved wrong. So, um, so you liked it. You're a big fan. Um, oh, not big fan. I'm, a, I'm exaggerating. There. I am a fan of this movie. I would okay. probably watch it again. Okay. To hear those meaty fingers. Dude, those fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! The sound effects on those fucking fingers. I like how they have names for a lot of things, but miniature donkey is still miniature donkey. <laughs> They don't have a fucking name for that, huh? No. Um, fucking Christ with this fucking island. Um, okay, so I, I, what I thought of this movie is I loved it. I loved it. This guy knows how to write compelling, funny, dark, dark, dark chocolate. Very dark. <laughs> like he this is ninety-seven percent dark chocolate. It is, and yeah, it's a, it takes a certain type of bitter people to enjoy his movies and i think i'm one of them i think i am one of them because i've never not enjoyed um his films um maybe the least enjoyable was the three billboards because i think it was actually too straight on the narrow on that one um i think when he blends in the comedy in the situations also all of his movies i never know where they're gonna go never never know how it's gonna go from the very from the very first scene of like when when parik finds out I'm going to say Colin Farrell. Uh, when Colin Farrell finds out that his best friend basically dumped him, that's the whole premise. 
a two best friends. One of them dumps the other one, and the whole movie is about that. That's it. It. Sorry, not it. Um, and it has a few other characters that help along the way or not help, whatever. But like, it is so compelling and so fun to watch, and you never know where it's going to go. Some people, someone will say a threat, and maybe it'll come to life. Maybe not. When you least expect it, for sure, though. And it's 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 a great fun ride. Not that long of a movie either, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me double check here. Hour fifty four. Damn, I felt less. I thought it was like a ninety minute movie. That's how good it is. You felt it felt shorter. So yeah, I really love this movie. Uh, I would recommend it to not to anyone, but to a lot of bitter people around me. So yeah, I can't wait to watch it again. Roth, what did you think? Uh, yeah, this is a movie. Um, yeah, this is uh, fucking stupid. Like it's just the stupidest feud ever. I swear to fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's just so dumb. It's not that's a feud. Have, that's all you have to set in 1923. Oh, I get it. Yeah, a row. A row. Yeah. Oh. I I I love how like contained this movie is. Like it's contained and then contained again. It's <laughs> it's like it's put in a mason jar, but it it was it's a bag. It's bagged up and then put in a mason jar and then for us to watch. And you're yeah. like, what? Okay. Um, yeah, these these characters are great. The dialogue is fantastic. I mean, you definitely have to read this dialogue for the most part. But the dialogue is great. Um, just just how they talk, and you can you can sort of see it. They're both assholes, but mainly one is more of an asshole, I guess. And it's a weird, like, it, it, it's a weird setting to begin with, but it's a fun setting. Um. This movie begs uh, it, it, it puts it, more, it, like it gives you preconceived notions or something you don't know you had until you watched the movie. Yeah, but at the same time, right. it also plays on like that was um, not a good sense, by the every, way. everything everything that happens in the movie as as you start finding more things out, like mm-hmm. makes sense. Everything that like, all everyone's reasoning here all have all are sane reasonings. It's just it's literally like this is like the this is like uh, the trope of like when men say you don't know how to communicate to each other. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Like, <laughs> but we don't know how to communicate to each other. And we just have to hope that, okay, that's it. We just deal with it. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's it. The thing is, dealing with it in this case is, I mean, yeah, we get everything we get, I guess. But it's it's essentially what it is. Um, I will say something real quick, though. Um, all of the main character sweaters were made by the same elderly men who knit them. And he never saw any of these guys. Wait, all of wait, say it again. All the main character sweaters were made by the same elder man who knit them by hand for the film, and he but he never saw or any he never met any of the people. He just knit all these sweaters for these people. What? Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird thing, yes. That is That's a weird thing for the weird. movie. Okay, that is a weird yeah. Good fact though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about that fact. And it Jenny makes me the, feel like the movie. Like I don't yeah. know what to think about this. And Jenny the Donkey's actual name is Jenny. Anyway, so then it was Okay. Uh, yeah, I was worried about that. Did you get a number? Is that the eighty song yes. you're referencing? Okay, nice. nailed it. I forgot the number though. Don't ask me. Um, Eight six seven. So, uh, man, as always, uh, I think uh, Brendan Gleeson and uh, Colin Farrell seemed uh, to be actors that were put on this earth to be in Martin McDonough movies. <laughs> I think that's what they were. Yeah. I mean, they they really shine. Don't get me wrong. Colin Farrell has been doing weird, interesting projects lately where he was like at first a, a big Hollywood star type. Um, I, know, I think a, he's a, underrated. No, I would say he, yeah, for sure. And I think he has definitely been more choosy in his roles, even though he's been knocking him out of the park for the last 10 years or so. But he's choosier in his roles. He's 
picking way more indie and then more like challenging stuff. I mean, the killing of a sacred deer. Jesus, I I don't still haven't the seen the fucking that one. lobster. Remember With the lobster? Yes, but talk I, about I dark comedy. Talk about dark comedy, right? Um, like I think he's doing some really interesting stuff. Um, you know, all Harry Potter aside, I think that was the last whatever movie. I mean, even um, the Batman. Even the Batman. I think that was that was weird. I mean, he was. And, you couldn't recognize the guy. And I think. Uh, and I think he really shines in this movie. I think the guy writes for him, writes with Colin in mind, probably. What, and he just really does a really good job. Brendan Gleeson's always been amazing from Monk Tammany, or not Monk Tammany, Monk from Gangs in New York, all the way to here and before all that. Um, but yeah, this guy, uh, I would say McDonough has always been working since day one with Gleeson. I don't know if he discovered, I don't think he discovered him because Gleeson's been acting for a long time. Oh, but, I um, yeah, what? Uh, Podrick's name? Uh-huh. Uh, current name would be Patrick. Okay. So his name is Patrick Salea Bain or whatever. I can't read that fucking last name. But the last name is brutal. brutal. Let, me, let me see the name. I will, I'll, I'll, here, I'll put it up real quick. I'll put it in the chat. Oh, yeah. Suleiman. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Suleiman, yes. Anyways, Suleiman. Yeah. So it's Patrick Sullivan. <coughs> Sullivan. Patrick Sullivan. Today is Patrick Sullivan. Today that is name Patrick Sullivan, yeah. is Patrick Sullivan today. today Patrick Sullivan, yeah. the, the, the cop from Boston is yeah. that guy. Uh-huh. Okay. That guy. There you go. So now, yeah, the movie, no. when I tell you to bury a body in the marsh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, we're having fun with the Irish. Yes, um, what was I saying before? Fuck, whatever. <laughs> this, what would you do, guys? Someone came up to your best friend. I mean, we're technically best friends right now. First of all, no, no lie though, <laughs> no lie. I can see me being the Brendan Gleeson in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know you were gonna go there immediately, Luke. I'm sorry, yeah. but like, I can, I can see. Like, basically, what I'm trying to say, I put this movie for a review, so I can tell you, Luke. <laughs> Fuck you. I will. <laughs> I never want to fucking see you again. <laughs> You're gonna lose a lot of fingers real fast. <laughs> I'm not fucking proposing that. Um, this is a modern day. Anyway, what do you guys feel about this premise? Like, how? What? What would you do if, you know, insert thing here? I don't. It's such a weird situation because like Colin Farrell's character is he literally dull. He's just goes uh-huh. about life, tends to whatever. He can't even cook for himself. He was wise on his sister for that. Oh, he just realized oh that was his sister because I thought they were married first. No, yeah, uh, and then. All he does is take care of, like, I guess some farm stuff, which is, I'm assuming, what they do. Takes care of his donkey. And he's just a dull man. Doesn't do much. Whereas, but also, know, they're on an island in the 20s. Yeah. That's not even off the coast of the mainland. He's a nice man. He's <laughs> a nice man. Right. Is I could nice see, co- like, Brendan Greeson's, like, you know, he wants to create something everlasting, which is, you know, to compose music and, you know, and you he know, feels his time is limited you know the problem with this is right what Brendan Gleeson doesn't say shit about that to his best friend no he, he just doesn't want that it's he just, who he should tell and be like <laughs> yeah. hey hey buddy okay. friend of mine 10 uh-huh. years plus or whatever uh-huh. you know we've been drinking every fucking day I get it. We literally talk about the amount of shit you sift through with your donkey and shit. <laughs> Three hours, he said, or whatever. Three hours, right. I get listen it. Me donkey, listen to me, donkey, listen me, Listen, I feel like this way, 
I need to do change in my life. Uh, I'm going to take, we're not going to be seeing each other for a while. Although I do love how that movie opened up though, like that. Cause not only, you know, we're being introduced to the situation, but so is Podrick. So yeah. we're both in the like the blind, like, wait, what the fuck's going on? And we don't even know who like Brandon Gleeson's character is to him. And it's just, we right. find out to oh, other he people. He keeps asking, like, are you in a row? They say row, a row. Like 45 oh, it's calendar. row. But they say row. row? No, they say row or row? I thought it was row. I thought it was row. <laughs> to the subtitles. <laughs> to the subtitles. No, no. Sometimes won't say shit. They'll still say row or row. We gotta hear it. <laughs> Okay, whatever. They say it three trillion times that I forgot now how they said it, um, which is really funny, by the way. Yeah, so we're seeing through his perspective. Would you argue that um, Parik is the main uh, character in, in truth? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's mainly I think him. Yes. I think it's yes. It's hard, probably hard to make it if there was the other guy. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Com. By the way, his name also. Com? 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 Fucking Christ. I'm just saying. I'm not 100% on any name, okay? Shaban is the only one I'm sure of, because they say Shaban. I, I actually know a Shaban, but I, I knew one. I knew one, too. Same one? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Um, so, what, okay, what would you do, Raf? Calm comes up to you. <laughs> Best friend. You drink with him every night. I, I mean, I this. Do you really, I mean, do you immediately saw him as an asshole for the first time he did it? The first time he, like, broke up with him? Like, what do you mean? The, will they actually have a conversation about it? Well, the fir- well, the first silence, right? Yeah, the first is silence. You, you, well, you don't know because even Eve says it. Man, did I tell something when I was drunk or something? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Why get them right? So, am I, am I saying that part? No, that's not an asshole. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm you saying, don't. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's assholeish for him not to just kind of ignore you as much as yeah. that. Yeah, but not other than that, you don't know. Maybe he's just like, I better not say anything right now. Maybe he's just pissed. I don't know. Leave him, leave, leave him be. What else? Hmm. I think. Do you think that uh, uh, Calm probably ex- maybe expected him to just like not confront them? Uh, I think. Like, he hoped do, that. I guess I think there's a lot of manly. I, I think he hoped, I going think, on. I here. think he hoped that. Yeah, I, I, I thousand percent agree with the male or mascu- like toxic masculinity or just regular masculinity, whatever it is. Yeah, some sort of conventions that are typical, especially in that century, that decade, in that place, maybe, um, where like. You know, just be a man kind of thing about it. Yeah, like, I think he probably you know, expected him to be like, well, fuck you too then, I guess. So just it would be. Right. Um, but that's the, I guess, I don't know. A park. <laughs> yeah. Colin Farrell, sorry. Um, hard to say what you would do in that reaction. I've never broken up with a best friend, I'll tell you that. But I came close. <clears throat> um. And because I've do, I've done a version of this before, just not with just more like with acquaintances. I'd be like, I don't really want to see it with you again. I've literally said those words before, but I'm like, I really don't want to hang with you ever again after hanging out twice. Um, I've done that before, and yes, I felt like a dick, but also my life is happier now. Yeah. You know, it's much easier. Just cut up, just rip the bandaid off. You know, but also it doesn't have to be like feel like a breakup, but whatever. People feel that way. So I, yes, I get my point is that I understand Brandon Gleason's point of view as well as Parks, because really i think this movie what's really about is it's like it's like a breaking bad situation they're turning a nice guy potentially or uh they're, they're transforming a nice guy into a bitter guy or a meaner person and by the end of it like even dominic says it right um i mean dominic was a side character 
uh, points that out to him at some point in the movie, halfway through the movie. And like, yeah, you're just like everyone else now. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a nice guy. Like, no, you're not. Not anymore. You know? Yeah. Of the shit he's saying. And I think the movie is bringing him down because of the situation. Just can't get past it. I mean, it is hard to get past, you know, the idea of some friend doing that. You know, we expect it from spouses and partners more, sure, but not that, right? So how would you feel, Luke? One way or the other. You, can you see both shoes being on your feet? Um, such a weird position. Uh, I can see kind of Brendan Gleeson's side. Mm-hmm. But see, Colin is... <laughs> Padrick is... He's a very simple man. So, like... If it like, was my not, situation, I gotta get through his skull yet. For um, yeah, to break up with him a few times. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Yeah, I guess he's too dull, so I can't really relate to him. <laughs> Are you sure you can? Because I, I see you guys equally level. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. uh, is this a hard, weird movie to review? But like, this is. A... <laughs> I think we should get into spoilers. Cause I think I almost spoiled it a minute ago. So let's just get into spoilers yeah, now, okay. and then we can talk about Jenny. Uh, so spoilers for the Banshees of Inisherin starting right now. The Banshees don't exist. Inisherin is fake. It's but I love when they. I was like, I'm waiting for like, I'm not waiting for the reason it's called that, but there's usually a reason. Yeah. And I didn't think I, I, I didn't want it to be just poetic, like oh the title is just like oh okay, um, but no, it's like the title of the song. That he composes, um, yes. Which is, by the way, I think a cop-out answer. Um, yeah. Calm saying <laughs> At first that. I thought... He wants to uh, contribute to the world rather than be a nice guy. Like, that scene, actually, is my favorite. When he's in the bar, this is like the, the third breakup. I don't know. But Parikh is really mad at him, and he's drunk. This is before the sister gets him right back out, right? And he's like, what is wrong with being a nice person? My mother was nice. He's saying all this stuff about, like, there's nothing wrong with being a nice person over... Like in your whole life, rather than like trying to make something that lasts beyond your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because nice doesn't re- be remembered after you die. It doesn't mean that it's not valuable to be nice. Yeah, I, I think uh, I the big. Like- I think the big difference here is uh, one wants to be immortalized by yeah. by in general, right? Yeah. I guess right uh, by music or by art or whatever the hell the whatever that person has compared to Podrick, right? Or Podrick, um, what's it called? Who wants to be? Uh, who is like, well, your loved ones immortalize you. The people, if you made a long, if your name's always going to be remembered because I'm always, you're always going to be able to send that name down. In the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone's always going to be uh, on your lineage, be able to go back. Ah, my great grandfather used to be a nice guy. And that's how my grandfather was a nice guy. And that's how, you know what I'm saying? And you're Ideally, always immortalized yes. in, that, in that way through your family. And that's how he brings it up. And that's how a lot of people are. Right, because not everybody is going to be immortalized by their artwork or their or their art in general. Should I say barely right? anyone at all? Really, right? Yeah. When you think about it, or yeah. or, in the millions, or, or in for how long? Yeah, the brutal honesty is right. Yeah, um, compared to maybe somebody in your family, if you have a strong heritage, you can maybe right. <laughs> it must be at the end of the movie time. Troy, where uh-huh. like he'd rather go into war to get legendary myth status after he dies. Or he can live a happy life, not go to war, and have a fulfilling <coughs> life where he doesn't die right away. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I wonder what he went for. Um, Achilles? I don't know. I never remember his name. <laughs> right. Oops. Um, anyways. 
So it's one of those, and I you you kind of see you see both parts, both persons. You know, I think we're I think we're all both persons. Well, both people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're okay. both we're both both people here, right? In my opinion, um, everyone wants to be. You want to have some fulfillments, right? Uh, one sees fulfillment in the yeah they they live the mundane world, which is what we do. Everybody everybody does everything. Yeah, everybody here goes to work. You follow your schedule. You do your job. You come home. You live, die, repeat, right? Yeah, in a weird way, the dying part is the work, right? You live, work, repeat. I just it's, <laughs> that's all it is. You go home, you shower. Okay, what do I do? Oh, I have time for this. That's it. You're just repeating the same thing over and over. That's what that's what a padre lives. That's all his life. The difference is he has little he, to no distractions. And he is life. content by that. And he is very content with it because he's, he's content a nice by the guy. little things that make him happy. Very much yeah. so. Yeah, he's content because he lives a nice life. He is a good guy. He doesn't he doesn't stray away from anybody. You know, he 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 doesn't bother anybody. But at the same time, he's good enough to people who are going, you're a nice guy. You do everything you write. You're not doing anything wrong in life, you know, and you're living enough to live. Right? Alright, awesome. Compared to Brother Lisa's character. Um, who, uh, Cole, Cole, Cole whatever. Um, Bane. Anyways, whatever, like, um, he, I think the same thing. He was probably doing the same very much and he's just like, his biological clock was ticking. I think it's one of those. I don't think he has one of those. <laughs> well, I think if he had a uterus, he would probably be going after yeah. getting a child. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that it's one of those things where you're just like... At least that's the his more, he, probably, he probably woke up one day, looked around his yeah. house, and looked around or things that he loves, and he's like, what am I doing with my life? You know, or maybe he heard that three-hour long story it's, it's, about shit, right? And he was just like, what I am I... I think it was that story I, that did it. I think this was the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it was like one of those things... The shit that broke the camel's back. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Literally. Wow. Uh, only Colts. But uh, he's like, I I need to do... I need to do something. I need to actually... Why don't I use... Go through my ability. You know, the, the best of my ability. Why can't I put max effort? Why can't I focus on myself and do these things? Why can't I help myself or make a st- new song or a new thing or help people or train people or, you know, do something? I have nothing else. And he really has nothing else in, in all honesty. Right? He He's has a dog. He's a dog. The dog ain't going to remember him. <laughs> Fuck it. The dog's kid litter is going to remember him. Like, even if it has a litter. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. Yeah. And especially for him specifically compared to. Podrick's character, at least he's got a sister who's eventually going to, you know, probably yeah. could, could have kids. A little after halfway to the movie. Stuff like that. Right, exactly. Uh, I mean, she seems like they talk about how she's like older and like, why did no one want to marry her? She's, she seems like she's odd too, in a way. Yeah, they're probably, no, I think she's the only logical person that I like. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. That's what <laughs> which makes her even worse. <laughs> which makes her odd, like super odd because everyone there is just like, well, we like this type of living, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's a simple life. It's hobbits. Yeah. These are hobbits. They're all hobbits. They're all just simple. Live, I live, eat, fuck shit. You know, like I'm good. I drink, drink, the drink. It's two o'clock. It's drinking time, buddy. Yeah, like For two o'clock. <laughs> that's what they were drinking. I'll see you at two. That's what he said. Like, I know it's just so early. And like, what? They wake up at five, bro. Two o'clock. Do they even pay them. at any point? They're just going Dude, like, oh, I, have a I don't point. think so. I also, think they pay yeah. in gold, like once yeah, a year. Who pays? I mean, do you pay like once a month? I don't know when you get paid, buddy. Like, what? What? I don't think there's currency. I think it's a bartering thing. Like everyone just understands. Like, take care of the bartender, and we'll never have to worry about a drink. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I think it, I think it's very like it's like, island's so small. I could I could run it. I can't run very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very small. It's a long, little, thin island, and it's not even that long. Yeah. Um. 
Well, interesting ecosystem going on here, and I think it's. Uh, I think in many ways, this, the both both sides of the story feels like a biblical story to warn you about pride. If the movie's about calm, if the story yeah. is about teaching kids about pride with calm, or if it's it's about sloth when you talk about pork. Yeah, but what, you, you also know? you also or maybe see not the, maybe not sloth. You also see the influences. I hate to say it from both from both fronts. Yes, yes, um, yes. you see them very much so. And then you know, the one who brings it out is uh, Dominic's character, uh, Kearney, the, the kid, right? Yeah, Keoghan. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who brings it out to to kind of like where he's like, yeah, you're not a good guy. You're like everybody else. Like, cause that's what his friend made him not a good guy. His friend, his jaded friend, who's just was an asshole, made him an asshole, made him to be an asshole, to follow his asshole. And really only ways. responded to him. Like, uh, Comer really responded to Porek when he gives that impassioned, angered speech about being nice. Right. Like when he's angry back at him in such a fervent ways, when he's taking him seriously, right. that's fucked up a little bit. Yeah. You know? It is a little fucked up, but at the same time, it also shows, at least it shows that he cares about something in a weird way. You're like, yes. well, I love that you care about something. Well, like, that's your friend. You should, you kind of, you guys haven't had this conversation at all, but it's like, also this problem. It's another man's thing. Men don't have conversations about this. Men don't talk about, at least not, not that, those type of men, right? Nowadays we do a bit more. Nowadays we more, for sure. Yeah, I can tell. I try to shoehorn something in. I can tell Luke something also. He'd be like, yeah, so my Chipotle was great yesterday. And I'd be like, oh, okay, thank you for ignoring everything I said to you. Right? I mean, it's it's happened many times. It's fine, right? We I mean, wanna, I'm really bad at it. I hate we don't, don't get me wrong. We're I all mean, horrible at they it. They did but, charge me for the guac. So, wait, you, right. see, you see what I mean? So, like, by the way, fuck you for not getting charged for guac. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, it is one of those things where it's it's a hard conversation to bring up even amongst friends for guys guys don't talk about your their feelings guys don't talk about what they think about this thing because you know you don't know what to say to that person even if it's your best friend i hate to say it, you're gonna go and you're gonna be like yeah man that sucks or yeah man okay yeah, yeah i've been so I've been did you want that. another drink or like it's not gonna pour know. itself right right like well, what are we doing here you bring it up you you talk about it sometimes you do sometimes you don't sometimes it goes nowhere sometimes it goes everywhere yeah i feel like there's a, there's a person in our life that i can talk about that i'm like, very very mirroring this thing that i'm not going to mention right now uh not that he listens to this fucking show um that i would love to tell you guys off screen about oh, it sure. reminds me a lot of this movie do so um but man uh it's and, but the whole point is that this movie paints a very interesting dynamic and a very interesting picture of something that could happen at any point in the world, but also feels like so alien to actually go through it. Oh, 1,000%. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when he starts cutting off his own fucking fingers. The dedication that man has. The dedication. Now, is it just bald face that dedication? Or is it something else? It's something else, too, because the girl mentions many times, you're fucked up for doing this. How crazy are you yeah. that this is your solution? Right, that is fucked up for sure. She's right, but he still conviction cuts off his fingers. What do we think? What like? What do you, what do you say to that? Did they have psychiatrists back in the day? No, 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 no. And didn't you know the Irish are impervious to psychoanalysis? Oh, that's right. Um, that's according to Departed again. I don't yeah. know why. Um, yeah. Uh, so I love how. Podrick became like this jaded asshole at one point. <laughs> and like one of the funny parts in this movie where he tries to scare off that uh, student that's 
living with the uh, oh my god the bread guy the, the bread, bread truck guy. the bread truck <laughs> the bread truck killed my dad well dad or mom someone at first he said it was your mom he said yeah well she's already dead oh no, no it was your father it was by a bread was- truck like the same bread truck he's like oh my mother got killed by a bread truck if it's the same bread truck i'm gonna kill him <laughs> the way like- he says that it just comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, there's the funny part of this movie. Got that it. curveball is exactly what the entire movie is. The entire movie is like one giant curveball. It's like that explosive. Yeah. It's a. Uh... Sideways? Oh. That moment of explosive, funny kind of. Oh, way I see. Yeah. With the naked guy chasing him. Yeah, right. That's very, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I like that. Or like when he suddenly drinks all of the, the spit away wine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That scene, too. Oh. Ah, uh, oh, that's so gross. Um, yeah, and the thing is that at some point he he's like it's like Porik even surprised himself at how much he's doubling down on it. Like after the first finger, which is a surprise to him, he doesn't think he actually would go through with it. And he even says before that to his sister that um, I need to understand well really if he's actually going to do this. Does he hate me that much? You know, it's very personal to him. And and uh, Brendan Gleeson is just doing anything but trying to make it personal. And the thing is that both extremes are just making it worse. And um, and so when we get to the right before all of his fingers get chopped off, um, it's like, and the dog knows what it's coming to, um, which is fucked up, by the way. Um, it's like it's one guy doubling down after the other, and like he doesn't know it, but he realizes that he can't not think about this. He can't do it. It's an it's an itch in his brain by halfway through the movie, you know, and Parik can't get it out of his mind that his friend is doing this, and I I don't know I just love the way the movie kind of it's so dark because it doesn't end well, but like, what else can happen? I feel like there is no other solution that I would be happier than than what happened, you know, and it ends on like uh, a technically never ending. Yeah, it's I I feel right? it's, it's gonna be like an infinite mm-hmm. grudge. I mean. How do you guys feel about that? If a like someone came to you and said, "I'm gonna damage myself in order to get you to stop doing something," is that motivation? You know, most people would inflict damage on the person they're talking to, right? right? What do you guys feel about that? Was that weird to you all? <laughs> Very. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, well, that's not even damage yourself. It's like permanently damage yourself. I mean. I, yeah, it's handicapping yourself. Like, I mean, especially as a musician, especially right. Yeah, especially it shows, as a, I get, but right. I I just don't understand it. I mean, don't get me wrong; his dedication is astounding. But like, god damn, like, did, did it have to go that far? And then he even says it afterward, after the end, when he burns his house down. Right? He says it. He's like, I were. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I wish you were still in it because this isn't over. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying he can't stop doubling down. And then his hatred is more external. Like, uh, uh, the, the, the fingers accidentally killing Jenny is no return. Is a point of no return for Park. You know? So when he gets that letter from his sister, the, the call to the emergency call to action, come back, come live with me, get out of that place, you know, Live a life beyond yourself, beyond the island you grew up in. Um, he can't say yes to it. There was no way. There's no way on the planet I would ever believe him if he'd said yes. Because, right. 
it's just so bizarre and heartbreaking a little bit because it's like, but they kind of deserve it because I don't know, you know. I, did you expect? Did you were you surprised that Brendan Gleeson was not in the house? I mean, he was in the house for the start of it, but he got um. Out. Yeah, I thought that was going to be it for him. So I was kind of surprised by that. I mean, the cop looked like he was going over there to arrest him, right, for murder. Yeah. That's what it looked like, right? And then obviously it turned out that no, he just destroyed property. And obviously, Calm probably didn't press charges. If that even is a thing in this island in the 20s, I have no idea, by the way. Right. Uh, interesting movie. Hard, hard to pinpoint all the emotions going on here or what I feel about them, but I found it super watchable and bizarre. And also very, um, very male-centric in a lot of different points of view, not just like bad. I think it's, it points to a lot of interesting things about the fragile male ego or the strong male ego, you know, whatever, uh, positive and negative. And I think I, it's a it's a very interesting movie. I will say you do find yourself laughing a lot of the this movie. Yeah, and a lot of times it's it just like a lot of times you're flabbergasted, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's it's interesting. It's a, it's just, it was an interesting ride for sure. Yeah. Um, that's roughly all I got. It's hard to really pinpoint this movie, but um, I love how the ending is like, well, this will never end, and it ends. And oh, what do we think of the old lady? I thought she was the banshee. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think she was a supernatural creature? Right. I don't know. She's oh, yeah. so old. Hey, why did yeah. the kid die? And- oh, you didn't. Okay, I was going to get to that. Okay. Well, I forgot. <sighs> Either suicide or his father. Uh okay, well, it could be right. It could be the father. Um, I thought it was um, suicide. Or it could be an accident. It could be. <clears throat> it could be an accident. Yeah. Um, he she, remember he he gives that he tries his, he shoots his shot right with the sister. Yeah. With Shimon, right? Fails, and when she's leaving, saying goodbye, you didn't see that other figure at the club. They purposely blur it. They purposely don't like go clear on that. that. Was wasn't that the old lady? No, I don't think so. I think that was him saying his goodbye and jumped off. The oh. cliff as she's waving. That's where she gives that face. It could be that. I oh, could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. I think that's what happened, though. The movie's intentionally unclear about that. Like it kind of keeps it a little open, open ended there. Well, not open ended, but like as to what, how it happened. Um, and he washes up on the in the river, or whatever. Happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he jumps off the cliff there. Like uh. he looking couldn't do it. You know, that's why I think happened. But. I, I could be wrong though. I could I could be someone else, but I just felt like that face, and specifically it was found a scene later or two, so I, I felt right at the time. Mm. Um, anyway, now that's I think that's all I have on the movie. Anything else, you guys? Um, I d- it was weird when he was writing back to his sister after she moved away. Mm. He, even though like Jenny died and everything, he made no inclination of saying, no. "Oh, everything's fine here." Just yeah, yeah nope, that's fucked up. Obviously, why? No, why? I mean, she'll probably like rush back for to try to do something. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but that's the was, manly thing, right there. Man. Yeah, that's very atypical for men. Yes. Anyway, that is the Benches of Indian Sharing, a very strange but good movie. Very dark. Um, very dark. Check it out on HBO Max before it gets. What is it change now? Just Max. Oh, wow. Anyway, it, that, that's the name. Um, all right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to review our last film of the evening, which is Decision to Leave. Stay with us. Hey, 
a detective investigating a man's death in the mountains meets the dead man's mysterious wife in the course of his dogged sleuthing. This is Decision to Leave, written and directed by Park Chan-wook, also co-written by Chang Seo-kyung. And this movie stars Park, Park Hae-lil, Tang Wei, Lee Jung-hyun, but really Park and Tang are the main top two here. Uh, and I'm not going to, I'm done butchering names, although I think I did okay with those. Um, this is latest by Park Chan-wook, like I said. So um, real quick, before I give out to somebody, this is the guy who made such amazing movies like Thirst, The Handmaiden. And the old boy, the original old boy, not the old boy, just old boy. The only one that matters. Uh, which also did Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Lady Vengeance, his uh, revenge trilogy of movies that have uh, nothing to do with each other other than the fact that they all follow a revenge story plot. Um, this guy is amazing. just going to say. I love his movies. I uh, really was excited for this movie. With that in mind, Lou, we're going to start off with you. What are your impressions of Decision to Leave, his oh, latest man. movie? Common theme with this episode, movies that need editors. You don't say. How long is the movie? Let's see. Uh, over two hours. Two hours and 28-ish minutes. Ah, didn't feel that way to me. It definitely felt that it's, way to me. It's 2.19, FYI. Just saying. That one minute's not going to be that much. Okay, okay. Right. Okay. okay, they need editors. What else? Um, plot was... Uh, very slow, obviously, and then at the very end, it was just like to me, it went super fast. I don't know, so definitely pacing. Mm. But I will tell you, the way this movie was shot was so fucking crisp. Some of those scenes looked like they could be like wallpapers or something like that. So crisp, like they shot this shit in twenty k and da- and like <laughs> scaled it down. You know what they did, right? They stole uh, what's his name's cameras from Avatar. Cameron's, yeah, Cameron's. Yeah. They're like, you don't need this, right? Like, just, you guys are sleeping. We'll be fine. Yeah, no, it was. It was yeah. so those I agree. I hardcore second that. By the way, on the the, the crispiness, the technical aspects of this. Movie. Oh yeah. yeah, I would say specifically on the mountain, it looked really, really, really yeah. good. Really good. Damn. Um. All right. Well, Ralph, what did you think of decision to leave? Uh, it was hard to follow, in my opinion. Um a little bit to the beginning and there's a lot of stuff going on and it's just like um that movie insomnia you know uh a little bit I um, can see in, that. in that aspect right uh, with my boy <laughs> um anyways uh yeah it was just a little bit on that aspect because you don't know like his transitions i feel like are him sleeping or him remembering or him like you know uh, which he doesn't sleep, so I, I guess it's him not sleeping, right? I mean, it's just, uh, what's it called? So I had yeah. the, the, that was the biggest gripe I had with the movie because I did have to pause it once, and I was like, okay, did I miss? I, I swore I just looked away for, like, five seconds. Did I? What did I miss? And I was like, I didn't miss anything. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, <laughs> that that was my issue with the, with the movie. Also, they, they I feel like it plays on that tricks. Um, uh, but yeah, like Luke said, it looks crisp. Well, the, some of the, the movie looks fantastic. Shot the way it's shot. Cinematography is fantastic in the movie. Um, overall, the story is uh, I I dig it. I, I dug it overall. It was uh, it was a f- weird. Well, it's one of your favorite genres, right? 
Kilmore. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, neo noir, whatever. Um, it's yeah. Well, minus so there was no Dick Tracy character here, but anyways, um, well, like a no Dick, he- got heroic. Dick, huh? No, no, there isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, he he stopped smoking a long time ago. You know, he's he's done me no good anymore. Anyways, um, he uh, I, yeah. What I what I dug about it is it's it's that like that extra layer in halfway through the movie, you know, that you get, and there's like this extra thing that goes on, and it's just like all of these little things that have that happen and you're trying to follow the breadcrumbs and it's really cool that's a that's a really cool thing that they do in the movie um the end's crazy also um dedication <laughs> yeah. altogether dedication altogether on, on that part because uh, um yeah i wouldn't have made it me personally um <laughs> that's that's i'll leave that at that uh but yeah that's the movie i i, I feel like I, I should rewatch this movie to be brutally honest with you mm-hmm. um just so i could i don't know maybe like get understand it better mm-hmm. um it is one of those movies where you you do have to pay attention. You you have to pay hundred percent attention. Not that you don't have to pay attention to movies. I honestly still am confused about the ending. And I feel like I have to rewatch it. Yeah, it, there there's some stuff where I just feel like this this is one of those movies where you have to rewatch. Um, and I I'm not not looking forward to rewatching it. I just have to make sure I dedicate the time. Okay, I agree with that. By the way, um, which is to say, I love love this movie, but I've always loved this guy's movies. Really, not love. I didn't love Stoker. You know, for example, um, but uh, his last movie—I think one of his last movies—he's done other projects I haven't seen. Uh, one of them is um, *The Handmaiden*. Have you guys seen *The Handmaiden*? I never by the saw way? *The Handmaiden*. No, we talked about it a lot, but so fucking good. Made my number two, I believe, that year in my top ten. Yeah, I remember. I just never got around to it. It's one of those movies where you don't really see. I have those. the Blu-ray. I want to bite you over. Um, *House Wednesday*. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> suck a dick on Wednesday, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside thing. Anyway, so I came into this movie knowing a lot of things about Ch- Park Chang Wook, his see- seeing old boy in all of his movies, is that you really need to pay attention. This guy does not coddle any audiences. He does not explain shit. He brings you in the middle of something, even in the sense of um, in this story, which is about a detective. It's mainly about a detective. It's other characters, of course, but like mainly him, his perspective. And... Um, and mixing elements of other film noir, especially Alfred Hitchcock, like Rear Window. You get a lot of Rear Window in this movie. You get a lot of Vertigo with the obsession going on with the woman with the femme fatale, which is Tang Wei, and she's amazing in it, um, the other main character. And um, as we see all this, like we, you, you, the movie like shows you, like, this is how, this is a private, this is a detective that works for the police, right? And he shows you, just like in reality, or a lot of other things, is that no detective is working on one case at a time. They're working on several. And this movie kind of throws you in there. And you just have to figure it out that he is not always, like, looking at evidence regarding the case that you care about. Yeah. Um, and this movie can be confusing. I understand those points, of guys, that you have to you have, this, have this feeling of wanting to rewatch this movie to see what you missed. I have that feeling, too. You know even what? though I kind of – I understood everything, I think. Yeah. I feel like by the end. Um I want to see it again just to catch what I like little subtleties that I missed or something, some other clue that I maybe um, didn't pay super attention on. But this movie does reward uh, all the attention you give it. The more you do, the more it gives back kind of feel. Um, I agree 100% that the movie, it looks fantastic. Not only that, but this movie was shot incredibly. Like there are some really impossible, almost needless shots, but they're not needless. They're very purposeful. The movie, the camera is very playful. A lot of the times, the guy recreates and reimagines 
perspective really well, Park Chan Wook. He does perspective really well. If you guys see The Handmaiden, if you ever see it, uh, that movie is about different points of view of this, of very similar incidents, and uh, it fucks with you. This movie does that too, but ultimately, what it really does is that like it'll have a character look into the window of another character, and then that person will imagine himself in that room, and you have to figure out yeah. with the language of cinema that he's not in the room. No, he's no, just no. thinking he's imagining himself in that room, and that's what you're watching. Yeah. And that's an awesome detail. Like the movie does a lot of that in there, and I love. No, I think the first time you realize he does it, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. it is. And also, those are the scenes that remind me of Rear Window. You you know what? The biggest thing you have to remember this movie is that Um, it's a it's Korean, and it's Korean cops, and they have their own laws, and they have their own different things. And it's not what we're used to seeing as cops do. They're more personal. They have. I feel like they have more freedom in doing things. Time isn't 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 to rush to fix something. There's a rush. There's a sense of urgency for things. Yeah, but there isn't. I feel like. The time is just like, well, I say it's done until it's done. Yeah. Not, you know, like I feel like in any other movie, a detective movie here, or crime, crime noir movie in the States, is very much like, wrap it up, all right? And make sure you get somebody. Just blame somebody. It doesn't I'm matter. Double. Right? I'm the double, right? <laughs> Everything very much so, right? Yes. And, yes. and in this one, it's very different where it's just the like. sense of urgency is non-existent. Seemingly, yeah. Seemingly. It's There's a weird time thing in this movie. And then mm-hmm. there's like. Where you're like, I don't know how long, how much time has gone. You're still on this case, like, bro. I feel like you switched, like, you know, like partners forever ago or something. Like, what you didn't. I'm like, I'm so confused. And also, what I like about it is that it introduces um, uh, immigrants or foreigners in in their country as well. Um, with the main, uh, what's her, what's her name in the movie? Uh, Tang Chinese Wei, right? character, yeah, Chinese Wei. character, yeah. What's her name in the movie? Uh, Song So Ray. Yeah. Um, so the Chinese character, like, it's just that's not a foreign thing for them, you know. That's common. That's a common, per, you know. So they yeah. have it. They even they have a language barrier. That's what's so cool. I, I, I actually appreciated that a lot in the movie um, to show that it's that's not just point. like you know, oh, we only do Korean things here, only Korea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just they're they're, they're part of uh, the whole continent of many countries. Exactly. Um, right. And uh, I agree with you. That's a good point. I never. I probably wouldn't have brought up brought that up. But um, uh, something you said earlier, let's see. oh yeah, the the cop thing. It seems like uh, their their bosses, whoever hands them their assignments, or sergeant, whoever gives them their assignments, their bosses. Um, it seems like they trust them. This is your assignment. When you're done, you know, or let me know when you finish or whatever. Right. And that's it. Like it's their job to f- solve that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have, don't complete, say, do it you by have autonomy. Right, uh, have- and obviously, we should say that we're only complaining about in the sense that uh, American films make it seem like it's urgent. Not that reality is that way. Okay, we're not saying that. I mean, <laughs> right, I don't know right, how right, it right. is, really, but uh, the whole point is because we solve all the crimes we have in this country. <laughs> can't even solve. Okay, hold on. That, you know, that's saying anything like that, but I'm yeah. just saying it's just you know. right. And as, uh, yeah, and also I'm not attributing some political thing on it, but like I was just saying that it's the movies that kind of give the the urgency. Yeah, uh, unnecessary urgency, maybe. And this movie's like, nah, nah, we don't have that problem. Right. Even um, uh, even at one point, there's somebody in the movie who wants to just kind of like wrap it up, and we're like, uh, the guy's like, no, like, tone it down, like, yeah, let's keep doing everything we need to do. Let's make sure we we button up everything, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about the murder mystery going on here. It's not quite like Knives Out or Glass Onion. It's not that kind of mystery, but it is like, you know, how did this happen? Um, so the murder mystery is that. Um, uh, Tang Wei's uh, husband 
who looks like a, a beater, a wife beater type. Um, not looks like. I mean, her bruises were very like they they, they catalog everything, right? Um, he was uh, mountain climbing in this very specific peak that's hard to get to if you do the hard way. There's an easier way and a hard way, right? And um, he goes up there one morning. Hard. Yeah, that was. They both looked impossible to <laughs> all three of us that are fucking derelicts that just sit at home all day. Um, anyway, and uh, and the case is that he went up there. He was streaming, by the way, on YouTube or something, and he fucking falls. Once he gets up there, because his body was discovered, that's how it was, whatever. And a lot of people think it's like, is it ruled as an accident, a suicide, or was it murder? And what did you guys feel about this mystery going in and uh, uh, Tang Wei's involvement? Like, was she immediately like, oh, she fucking did it? Or what, what do you guys think? I mean, you must really have to hate this person to do that kind of climb, even the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean to go up there and kill yes. him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, one way, sure. Yeah. Um, I just love that uh, he's not like doesn't just rule it off of like the guy fell. You know, yeah. you still have to do your due diligence. You still have to do your. Well, stuff, this guy's right? also known to be very meticulous, like the youngest t- investigator detective, and right in the area. right, right, right. And then, but the the the, the good thing is, is that uh, the way he investigates, especially the the Song Soru, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, the Chinese lady Tang Wei. He uh he's like following her and like documents her like reactions to things. She yeah. started watching TV at this hour. It looks like she finally cried or something. And you're like, oh wow, yeah, like, you're paying right. attention like, to like, those look, little for the details. grief points. Like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. looking for grief. Like, are you still in shock? Are you still in this? Are you still? It's been and a then week. monitor to it's see if she's faking that grief. Where is right? It? Like, it's what? very interesting yeah. to look at those perspectives. You know. Well, um, it seems like this guy's married to his job. Oh, one thousand percent! Right, he's, he's not I mean, married to his wife. Jesus, I mean, I mean, he's in he has insomnia. He sees his wife on the weekends, who seems like a pretty cool customer, by the way. Yeah, she seems like way too good for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like way patient. I mean, hold on. First of all, the first thing you get with the wife, which is a you very, have early, sex more. <laughs> very early, is like, yeah, we have to have sex at least like a couple times a week or something. Even if we're mad at each other. Even if we're mad at each other, right, yeah, that was funny. Keep us young or whatever. And the guy's like, yeah, sure, like I'm, I'm not opposed. Yeah. <laughs> Said no, said right. No one is going to complain with his reaction to that. Right. Um, uh, I I both liked his wife, but also didn't feel like it wouldn't get enough. Obviously, not her story, so I was, yeah. I was okay with it. It was at one point though where I was like, "Huh? Wait, is that his wife? Who's wait? Huh?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, they, "They, I feel like they played a trick on me." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn you, movie." Yeah, because there's no place. That's the way the confusion sometimes comes in because yeah, there's no place. And they, like I said, they kind of like they're a weekend married couple, or, or weekend uh, spouses, and it's a it's an interesting dynamic we don't often see in movies, um, if ever. I can't think of one anyway. Um, but yeah, right. very interesting dynamic. Anyway, this guy is like a, a, a fuck ball of wires <laughs> and anxieties, and it works for him for his job for sure, his insomnia especially. But obviously, the rest of his life is pretty shallow and weird. Yeah, it would be in Madman the movie. It would be a what? A guy having his own, you know, place separate from his wife. Oh, oh. Mad Men the movie, Draper's yes. Revenge. Draper's Revenge. It's not bad, actually. Although he, he really needed very, he needed no encouragement to do all that shit. Though he, he just did it. He would just do it. Um. Anyway, so what do you guys uh, think about the case overall? How it was solved and whatever. Not to spoil it right away. We'll get to spoilers, but there's actually this. This movie has like two parts. 
yes one longer part and then there's a second case that happens and then we'll get we'll get to that but like how you guys feel about the, the mystery of these things like so the first case i was like mm-hmm. hmm the suspect is probably innocent the second case i'm like the suspect is very sus right now <laughs> really so you thought in the first case she was innocent the whole time more hmm. I would have given her the benefit of the doubt on the first one versus the second one. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. Do you, you didn't feel like um, his partner or the young gung ho guy who was like, the loud guy. Should, yeah, the loud guy. you should be treating everybody like you treat. Is it because she's a woman or whatever the case is, you know, whatever. Cause he's, well, he's definitely smitten almost day one. He is very smitten. And even, even the guys, even they all say it like she's good looking. She's a good looking woman. Yeah, no one, no one denies that. For a foreigner, <laughs> for a foreigner, right? Right. Um, yeah, no one denies that fact. I, uh, I doubt everybody. FYI. So, like, um, in the first case, but I do give her more of a pass. I would say, yeah, for sure, in the beginning, I give her more of a pass. Um, yeah, because you don't know for sure what kind of noir you're watching. Is she an actual femme fatale, or is she made to look like one? Right, very much um, so. Yeah, so you know, and this also could be like a hidden love story. You don't know. There's a lot of there's a little bit of that. In it. Yeah, there's some stuff going on. So, yeah, for sure. The, the movie when it starts unraveling, it's very interesting. Let's get um, to the unraveling. Yeah, I, I say the well, the one scene that's really that's really weird in my opinion is when they show up to her house drunk. Yeah, um, that's the that's the weirdest scene for me because it's just like so left field so um not this guy you mean with the partner right yeah with the partner yeah Yeah. and i don't know like it just feels such an intrusion this is where i talk about cops having like you gotta remember this is korea and america like like, there's gonna be part of it like there's maybe never see this happen you know like in in our in in, in this country it'll be it'll be the, the reaction will be much more explosive yeah, and uh, and and public probably. Yeah, very much so. And it's just it's just very interesting. I think see. those are the two descriptors people give to us, honestly. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> just, it, it's just very interesting. Yeah, to see. It, yeah, um, it's just totally the opposite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're not lying. So yeah, um, it's weird. It's weird. It is weird for sure. I don't even. I myself don't know what to think. I feel like that's part of their a world building that we do not understand. Ultimately, as far as what happens and stuff, I know why the. The, the the partner goes there. I, I get all that, but like, as to how and how is it possible, and why does nobody raise more of a fuss? And uh, right, right, that I don't get. That so I don't it, get. It's, it's foreign for me. Um. Anyway, let's get let's get to some of the unraveling by going to spoilers here. So spoilers for decision to leave starting right now. So look, do you not remember the him discovering the old lady's phone, seeing the mileage, the steps? Yeah, but when I saw that, I thought that was already. Well, that was after he had deemed that the case was a suicide, right? But he reopened the case because he was like, oh, shit, she did it. And he is a very uh, straight and narrow by the rules kind of cop. And he's going to go full on on that. Right. So he goes. That's why he does the whole the whole climbing thing and and checks exactly right. That's exactly how many steps the phone had. Meaning that she definitely killed them, pushed them off. I guess before that, I would have thought, "Oh, she was innocent," and then. Yeah. No, but that scene was fucking crazy, though. When she, when he the discovered retracing? the old lady's phone. Yes. No, discovering of the phone, like oh, that, oh, that was slick. I was. That was. That was cool. That was a cool moment. <laughs> and then obviously him finding out and all that. And obviously, 
in, a, in the movie has already put to you, uh, it's put to you the knowledge that this guy is, is or has already fallen for her. Yeah. And it seems like it's not, it's one, it's only one direction. It seems like it's only one way. Like maybe she's, she's like a survivor type. I always got the feeling that she was a survivor type and she was playing whatever she could to get away with it. That's how I thought, which makes her a femme fatale for sure. She's got away with murder, right? And what's worse about it is that that scene, the pivotal scene of the movie, is where um, he comes to her place and she's recording him. He doesn't know. Um, she records a lot. She does. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot that, that, that Apple Watch man has and like between that and the whale, oh, a lot of recording Watch, without knowledge going on you know, here. I, I find it. Uh, anyway, I find the the use of technology here that I would never use it in that way. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. It's there. Why wouldn't you use it? Like I do. I've used it before. No, not right. but not like not like they do. I feel like no. watching Oh, this girl uses it like it's a daily fucking thing. You know, like yeah, yeah. I guess so. You know, some people use their voice memo thing a lot more. Not me. Whatever. I don't have maybe. I did it once just to try Can it you out. Find the app, <laughs> right? I have my, probably deleted it after that. Actually, I think I recorded a show once on there uh, on the fly. Um, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, anyway, um, they're pretty good mics, actually. Anyway, uh, yeah, but that scene where he comes to the house is like the last scene they see each other for a while before the time skip, right? And um, and basically says, like, in more ways than one, like, you know, I had to break everything about me, all my my honor, my respect as a cop, everything, all the, the for the law in order to set you free because of his feelings for her. And she can't not accept, of course, because that's what she's there for. And I love how later on that comes back as like the beginning of her falling for him, which is the end of him. I think she says it that way exactly. Him falling out of her, out of love for her, right? Is the same moment that she falls for him because of what he did. Yeah. And, uh, well, in large part. And I thought that was so fucking, not just part time work like, but also like so. Heartbreaking and dark, and very well for noir, of course. No one's gonna get what they want in a film noir. That's really the baseline of all yeah. film noirs, by the way. Nobody gets what they want, um, except for maybe the really bad guy, if there really is one. But there's no big villain in this one. So the second case comes in, right? And yet again, this girl has a husband that dies under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> okay, but like. Her reasoning is fucking bonkers as yeah. to like why why everything is the body is how the body is and everything. Right. Like, what the who says that? Who does that? It's like, yeah, I would have thought that's tampering with the evidence. You are sus as fuck, right? Like, that's the thing. This is like a it's such a weird. I didn't want to leave it looking dirty for the cops to see or weird or whatever she said. Like the blood in the pool or something. Yeah. Uh. Um. Well, so basically, that happens way more often, but not this showy, of course. <laughs> in real life, I mean. Um. But yeah, no, that, that was like almost like a needle to him. I think I feel, I feel like she is needling him with that a little bit, um, and, and other reasons too. But I, I feel like ultimately, do you believe that she is trying to? Is she trying to just reconnect with him, or is she trying to with get him to murder. fall in love with her again? With another murder? Yes. That's I feel like this is their love language. That's murder a, investigation. That, that's a hell of a I feel way. like this is the only way they can talk to each other 
in any kind of exciting way. I kind of really do think that's what it is. It's like Phantom Thread, where you find like a weird kink that's very specific. Um, Luke, if you remember that movie. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to. You don't remember? The I, I, remember, I, remember yeah. I remember it, but what Sorry, are you... spoilers for that movie, but... The very specific thing where he has to be poisoned in order to be caregiven. Oh, yes. What the fuck? That was a great app description, but whatever. To show their love is to do this horrible thing. It's like this. The same. Okay, we're back, Rob. Um, it's like the same thing. It's like the only way she can, they can talk to each other or like be in love with each other is potentially during a murder investigation. Um, and I found that kind of like fucked up. Yeah. But also sad. If true, I mean, he's obviously not really moved on. And that's the real pain of it because of the fucking ending, right? Should we just get to the ending? The ending is the real painful part because by the end, a few a few scenes before the end, he is full tilt trying to do something with her, right? Or wanting to do that, right? I mean, that's the impression I got. I don't know what you guys feel. Yeah. Right? And she can't do it she can't do it she can't she can't well it's not like she just can't do it it's like a bit of a miscommunication but also she has broken this man right and can't forgive herself right that's part of the big thing yeah well, so what, what do we realize that she broke him what does she realize she broke him well she, well th- that recording in the apartment in the first murder case that was her f- that was her first real big time yeah and him, her coming back to this, with this case and all that, uh-huh. I think she sees how broken and fucked up he's gotten worse. I, I, I think, and her, I think yeah. that anguishes her. Yeah, okay. okay. So I, I think her seeing him that second time, not the yeah. first time when they meet up at the fish market or whatever. Yeah, that's at cool the time. Scene, though. I just cool. Yeah, it is cool scene. Yeah, that's at the time though. I think the time is later when she, uh, when she asked him. Uh, what is it? What's the scene? Oh my god! I just had it in my brain. Um, when she asked him about the recording about something, and she shows him the recording mm-hmm. about that I've been recording you saying yeah. these things, and then I think that's when he's broken. I think that's when she realized he broke him. She broke oh, him. Oh, that's a good. Maybe I, I guess I, I didn't see that scene that way, but maybe you're right though. Now that I think about it, or well, maybe I did see it and I already forgot what I saw. Yeah. Um, hmm. What do you think, Luke? Do you think do you think would you agree with what we're saying? But the problem, we're going. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was gonna no, say you, the, yeah. the biggest problem I have in my, with this is that the edits that happen between all these scenes, like mm-hmm. just the, the the next and the this and the that, it just it's kind of confusing to kind of like keep it, it all together. Yeah, I think so much happens you kind of forget. Yeah, but no. Um, see, I think they made it very clear in the. When they moved to that other city, like they were talking about how his insomnia is getting worse and everything, and it seems very visible though. So, well, it got worse because she said it to him where uh, he hasn't slept well since she he slept since with since her. they moved. No, since he slept with oh, her yeah, that one time. Yeah. Now they didn't have sex or anything. Am I understanding correctly? She just literally slept. Yeah. He slept, you know, she like he slept so deep and peacefully when she was when he was with her, right? That was all, yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. She's a, such a good caretaker, you know, hmm. yeah, right. <laughs> Make sure you got your right phone, <laughs> right? Yeah, she took his steps basically. Um, 
Yeah, but she's not a heartless monster because at the end of it is that the whole point is that well, she has like I say, if you believe her, which I think you would because of what she does, is that he has she has fallen for him in return during their off time or right at that moment, right when she records him, and then afterwards, um, realizes how fucked up it all is, can't take it. Do you, uh, was was there a language barrier issue there? Is that what it was? I mean, they play with the language small. for sure. They play it with, yeah, they play with the language for sure. They play with that, and it's just kind of annoying because, like, they didn't understand both languages. You couldn't tell the difference, I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you, you guys said no. You can tell sometimes, but vaguely. Not, I, I can't tell most of the times. So yeah. I just wouldn't be able to tell. Um, I, wish the, I wish the subtitles were, like, switch yeah. to something, maybe, like, yellow when she's speaking Chinese. I don't know. Bro, why is it going to be yellow? Wow! <laughs> no response. <laughs> it's the first. Well, guys, this is the last episode. Man. No, no, we will be canceled. I apologize. Look for no, my tweet. It's not worth canceling. What a what a dumbass reason to cancel a whole show. Anyway, uh, but it leads to her fucking killing herself on the beach. So what do we? F- that was that's a that's a dedicated way to go. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, the, the moment that water started hitting me, I'd be like, I'm out. Let's go. <laughs> I, I mean, I think she might have gone deep enough. And also, once the water starts hitting, like when you're still good in there, like it must be re- impossible to get out at that point. Because the uh, sand is like um, breaking breaking on you and falling in on you the whole time. I, I don't guess. think you can escape. It has to be like completely dry for you to escape out of you that. You think so? Yes. Yeah. I mean, sand no. I mean, so it's like a... It's like a d- circular like a dome thing right so what you do is the water's coming from the right side you start digging up the left side you know grab the dry sand in and create like a level oh yeah no i'm sure you can if there's a will there's a way (laughs) yeah it's just like well was the opposite yeah but it's just like your body how do you you don't have this fight mechanism like i just to live like yeah or maybe like when the body's trying to do that too late it's too late you know i don't know bro i fight well, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't be there. You know, so yeah, you're, no, I wouldn't. Not that person. You're not her. You know? Not that guy. You didn't not fuck that up. <laughs> you're not that gal. You didn't fuck up that, quite that bad. Is the point? Yeah, you know? no, no, no. I've never been in that position, I suppose. Yeah, who can say? But that's a fucked up way. Also, it covers her tracks <laughs> so well. And will she fu- ever be found? I mean, they'd have to ask. Also, me, I don't think was there. he ever in that area. He was, yeah. he was standing on, on her it. body. It looked like a little bit of different rock formation. Dude, no, it was like no, no, no. It was. Body. I was it staring was. at the rock formation, okay. Rob. Because I was like, he was standing on her, man, looking for her. That's crazy. That is fucked up. That is so this filmmaker, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I spent so much time. It's been like a good ten minutes on that ending, uh, on the yeah. beach, and half of it is him looking for her. So. Yeah, yeah. Spent a lot of time on it because it's supposed to spend like two minutes after him looking. How do you justify that call for uh, the resources for the cops? Uh, justify the call for resources? Yeah, he calls people to say, yeah, to he, help her out. Honestly, I don't think they would have, or it's too late. We wouldn't even see them come, right? No, no, no. Yeah, of course. It's not like that hard. We see all the ambulances and shit. We don't see any of that. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that. I don't know why. You I see a broken man. I don't know why I picked Die Hard, but I always remember that at the end. Um, anything else on this movie? I mean, you guys see it? You guys seemingly liked it, right? If I remember. Oh, correctly. yeah, no. Good movie. Yeah. M- minus the lack of editing. No, I thought the editing was beautiful. I don't know what you mean there, but for me, it wasn't long enough, so I was fine with it. Um, yeah. That's what she said. Wow. 
Yeah, I yeah. The, my biggest problem I had is just keeping keeping a little bit of keeping uh, that whole all the scenes in their in their house in the apartment in the, in the beginning half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a lot of it was just like keeping it track, especially when because they do that whole thing about him being inside, but he's not really inside. He's never gone inside. You know, he's just like visualizing. This is what I think she's doing currently, right mm-hmm. now. Him as a detective using his yeah. detective sense. You know, detective, whatever detective, you know, yeah. his bad sense. You know, Spidey whatever. Spidey sense is tickling. Yeah, yeah. Tickling. him very much so, just doing that. And you're like, okay, cool. But then you get another scene later where she's actually doing something super similar, almost to the T. And again, I was, like, I was, uh, I was fine with. I got a wind of all that. So yeah, no, I get it. I just like yeah. I, that's where I feel like I need to watch the movie because it does yeah. one of those like. Am I reward watching? Rewatching. Yeah. I think so too. Anyway, check it out, guys. Movie still currently on Mubi, M U B I. If you want to see it, it is. Uh, it is also available. I think also on um, VOD. You can rent and buy it as well, or maybe rent or buy. I'm not sure. But like I said, streaming on Mubi. Check it out there. And that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Uh, do not forget, we come out every other Wednesday. However. As I as the as uh, the new year ends, as the new year begins, sorry, um, we are going to start doing our top ten TV shows, our top ten uh, podcasts, sorry, and which will include the TV shows, the movies, top ten movies, as well as our top ten discoveries. And those will not come out on a biweekly basis necessarily. They'll come out um, in its entirety. All three will come out in January. Um, and those are going to be the next three shows, but uh, the first one being our top 10 movies of the year, our best films of the 2022. That's the next show, and that will be in two weeks. But after that, it's going to be probably like once a week to release the other ones. Um, so, yeah, gear up, guys. It's the end of the year stuff. So we're going to do that very soon. Watch all the movies. So stick with us. Until then, guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. <laughs> See you later. Coffee and pie. Coffee and pie, oh my. You didn't hear it from me.